went down. Yeah, stream just went down. I'll put it back up now. Repeat what you were saying, Zadar. Fuck. Uh, so, yeah. so, if the writ of investigation will protect us against any members of the court who are loyal to the Duke of Ate, then that means anyone who would stand against us is openly acting against the king. They are showing their disloyalty. Or am I reading too much into the literalness of the nature of this contract? Well, um, I, I suppose it's... Who's around to see it? Uh... Context is key, I think. My logic is if we were to take this back to where the Duke of Ate is and look for more evidence and something attempts to prevent us from doing so, then that is evidence that perhaps they are not as legitimate as they say they are. Not necessarily. It also depends on the laws of privacy that these members enjoy. I am not familiar enough with the legal legalists of this nation, though. DM, will Ruby know that? Um, it's again, it's like, if you were in an open court where some people were open traitors, some people weren't, there would be hesitation. But if you walk into a group of everyone is under one person's payroll, they're just going to make you disappear. Writ or no writ. They will try. Again, if they were... Sorry, you need... If the Duragar are subject to the Duke of Ate, then very likely they will be under his explicit command and will ignore any writ we have. If we were on the surface, surrounded by the knights and chevaliers of Nardathel, and we wish to investigate my own family grounds, it would be much more obvious if somebody were to deny us our investigation. That would arouse suspicion, concern. It's also the matter that if the Duragar are, as I suspect, making a mine underneath your family's residence to blow up the army above, that would also be proof. Yes. I'm afraid that navigating this is a little bit beyond what I am familiar with. So just to, to clear things up, the Duragar themselves would never listen to a writ from the king. They're not from this kingdom. Um, the a, a standard knight that you come across will probably listen to it, but you can be damn sure it goes straight to his superiors afterwards. That's like, why are you not at your post, etc., etc. You know, so event eventually evidence will spread. If you took that to the duke himself, he would shoo you out of the door and laugh like probably wouldn't kill you there and then because he didn't do that last time but you know you know what i mean it also depends who has the writ in their hands if it's one of the people that the duke of arte has met or it's someone who they haven't you know there's there's different ways to play that sure. i don't know how um how valuable this this writ really is i don't think we're gonna get much out of it I think it, we can get a lot out of it, but it depends on who we go to, and I don't know who would be best to approach for that kind of information, which is why I agree with Zepp's thoughts of going to the Duragar and perhaps fighting our way through that particular bit of fun. 
The only one that I can think of that the writ might actually apply to would be the Archbishop. He is almost certainly a direct vassal of the Duke, but he may be afraid of a king's authority. He's also, I am also as I, I understand it from the DM mentioned earlier, he's kind of a big, fat, cowardly guy. Hmm. Yeah. Um, imagine Garfield. Uh. <laughs> what a reference. We have two weeks. It is up to us how to use it. I do. Go ahead. I was just going to make a witticism. If we did go to see the Archbishop, we should make sure it is not on a Monday. <laughs> he hates Mondays. So I've heard. I think we should investigate the Duragar first, and if that turns into nothing, then the Archbishop. Isn't our journey to this cave blessed by your god, Zidar? Into the cave itself, yes. The wording was that we would find something of importance. It may not be a direct... We may not directly find what we are looking for, but it would be a revelation, which evidently by the significance that Valmir has attributed to his brother being involved, I believe we understand what that is. We I did think, find think, many important things here. Just a reminder, there was... Okay, you know you go ahead. Go ahead. Be careful when you sleep. So that's also a thing to keep in mind. Well, when we do rest, there are a few adjustments I can make to my goggles so that I can see anything that is invisible. But I cannot do that until I've had some time to tinker with it. Sounds very useful. If you need any uh, help with with that testing it, um, I I can I can help. I can go invisible. I am actually wondering if I could actually make another pair of goggles. This is something I will need to check. The important thing is: do we go to the Archbishop or do we do Argar first? Admittedly, I believe we are still much closer to the Archbishop, so to save us days of travel, it might be faster to do that first. I'm not sure if it is more important, though. And I know Darius was quite attached to the idea of doing it. If it is merely a conversation that is at most a day, and then the rest of the time can be dedicated to the Duragar. That seems... I think both both ideas have merit. Like, Valmire is very much still uh, like, on the fence, like, he was so committed to coming here, and now with this revelation, he's like, it's he's still pretty shook. It's pretty clear. I believe that the... Sorry, go ahead. I believe that the Archbishop has more cause to hide any of the evidence versus the Dwergar. Perhaps their evidence will not be as well hidden. If we can find them, they have no cause to hide any of their documentation or anything that we can use. The Archbishop might be smarter. 
We have found documentation from them before at Ruby's father's house. I am not an expert in deception, but that is one thought I had. What if the Archbishop is serving the Duke of Ate? What if he reports directly to him? What if we use that? What if we go there under the concept of investigating him, we find nothing, and we tell him what we're going to do next, but we don't tell him we're going to investigate the Duragar? Or we we lay a false trail. Yes. Then I would ask... uh, uh, Why would we be going after the Duragar at all? We we could we could lie, and say that. But why would we tell him that we're doing anything? Why would we tell him we're doing anything at all? Is I'm sorry to rephrase that question. We could allow him to overhear. Mm-hmm. You would know this, Miss can... Ruby. What dukes of authority, or not dukes, but what the lords of authority would be under the duke in the direction of your father, perhaps in the lands beyond? A DM, that Mm. question. (laughs) So, the archbishop of this region would definitely be under the duke's authority. Um, Yes. But he will also have his own separate uh, calling to the church, so he's kind of a split vassal, depending, you know, are there any nobles armies that Ruby to would one know of? money to the other kind of thing are there any nobles in ruby's past that are within the duke's authority that she knows to be especially religious hmm. not even the archbishop is particularly that religious and uh, it depends on the line of do you count your father as religious because of the cult like where what, what are you, no, no, are no, you saying like, these are the type of people that go to church on sundays and give me a have... give me a quick history check sure what's the state religion of not though if there is one the chevaliant oh. i guess i would uh, be a natural one okay you atheist, you. for a total of because it's not a complete fail uh, fail. Uh, five. Ah, oh, it's hard to say. Like, the thing is with the with the religion of the Chevalion is like as much as it is about further and believing in the various sanctified knights or the the various gods. It's it's also seen as like part of the heroism that's is kind of builds up a lot of the, the the culture so while someone might not be religious a lot of the nobles will still go to church out of a a, a, a cultural vibe Have it. yeah sure mm. so to get to the second point because i was actually i guess i was jumping ahead and people weren't catching on to that if we fly off in the direction of where the Duragar are, that's going to send off red flags. I was asking, are there any dukes beyond that region that we could potentially lead the, that's where we're going? So if we fly that way, it's not going to immediately be like, oh, they're just going back there. So if that's you're heading to straight towards for. where the Duragar are, you're just hitting coastline. Because okay. th- this is essentially the coastal duchy at the top right. Like, you're in border territory on two sides. So, uh, with with this with the Duke of Arte's lands. 
Also, how does that benefit us if we just go to the Durgar now? They will not know. That is my point. If we are going to speak with the Archbishop, if we want to lay a false trail, then that is the conversation. If we do not want to do this, then we don't do this. I am spitballing. As I said, I am not so familiar with the deception concept. Well, look at it this way. We are... Zep, how, how far are we from from back at Ruby's family's home area? Yeah, how far are we from back at <laughs> Ruby's homes? Um, you're probably about a day and a half. Um, it is about a day and a half. Flying or walking? Flying. Okay. And I can always contact Marcus now. This is one of the upgrades I've made to my little device. And we are two hours walk from Arte. Back. So we can, we can finish up with the bishop and then fly right there and be in with been with be there within a, a a day and a bit what about if we send marcus off in a different direction because while we may be able to to get around relatively unhindered and with our presence unnoticed i'm very certain that our ship has eyes on it at all times. So if we sent the the ship south while we go underground, the assumption will be that we are on the ship. So we could we could get the the Duke off our trail in, in that in that way. Um just as another note, uh the ship has one more day of trading to do. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you're tracking that. <laughs> <laughs> well, my vote is to go underground. I do not really see what we gain from subterfuge at the moment, unless we actually break into the Archbishop's mansion, palace, whatever it is called. I think it's just a home. <sighs> <clears throat> Archbishops usually have palaces, that's why I said that. <laughs> Does Ruby still feel the spell her father put on her? Yes. I also am not 100% sure that I'm able to go anywhere without being um, tracked. Actually, no, you had that no? removed, I think, didn't you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure well, uh, you removed that. Yeah, Zadar did that. Zadar, I thought you also said that it was still like a lingering malaise over. Uh, you know, you, you removed some of it, that's right. You removed some of it, but uh, there's still something there. I don't know what spell my father cast on me, but I'm fairly certain that he can track it. At the very least, that's what I would want my spell to do if I were doing such a thing. He and I being of so similar minds. And it seems we just need to make a decision and do it. I believe the best option for us is to go to the, uh, Durgar. Also, if you go underground... the Archbishop. Is it? If you go underground, that can sometimes interrupt with scrying spells, I think. Is there much lead in the hills here? Is this a, is this a lead mining area? It is more the quantity of rock. 
If you're going to the Underdark, you are going deep. Miles and miles. I don't think we'll be back in two weeks if we go to the Underdark itself. No, we're not going to the Underdark. We're just going to yeah. the Duragar camp. Perhaps we find something there that we can show to the Archbishop to force his hand. What would the Archbishop have that we care about is what I don't understand. We only really suspect the Archbishop because the A suspicion. Deacon's son didn't like him. He well, was the only knew. other individual who is still alive who knew of the tunnel which the individual seemed to have already known about. And as a direct connection. The assassination plot. It right. might. It might. It's very coincidental he was the only one unharmed in any of that. I, I feel, okay, I think we should go to the Duragar and then the Archbishop afterwards, because this is the day after the attack, the day after all of the tunnel business was was discovered, and if we go straight to the Archbishop now, he may be suspecting that we suspect him. If we leave it a week, ten days, that suspicion of his would would go away. We'd just be going to see him, rather than something big has happened and we're investigating it and we're going to him straight away. That would put him on the defensive. But what of the opposite end of that spectrum? What if he actually is guilty and decides, I need to run? An Archbishop why doesn't would he simply run, run. Before, Yes, why would he run if there's no suspicion on him? If, if we leave... He is a glutton now. and a coward by the description of him. That is true. Yes, but an Archbishop just can't simply go somewhere. Not without... The coward part may be wanting him to run, but the glutton part will keep him there. And it seems that we have made our decision. We need to make our way to the Duragar. Yes. Then let's move. DM, what do I know of Duragar? Does Kensek often trade with them? Or trade with them, sometimes that? fight with them. Um, you know, it depends who like they are. It depends who they are, who they follow, who they're like. That's like that's like saying. So, what do humans think of dwarves? Like, it's a bit open-ended. Some 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 questions like that would be pretty obvious, I guess. But humans think of tieflings. They generally don't like us. Bust. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well. I'll, I'll relay whatever information I, I know of Duragar. They also don't like the sun. Increasing the light level, probably a good idea. It's going to get dark down there, so. Okay, so if I'm not mistaken, you are flying towards Ruby's homestead again, yes? No, we're going in the... You're going in here. here. Okay. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay. It sounds like we're gonna go back down the tunnel that we found. For the Duragar mines, for yes. And then down further. But this isn't where the Duragar mines were. Just to clarify that, 
that's not we here. We never found any. You never found those. You just know that they're they are mining somewhere underneath Ruby's homestead. With cave entrances somewhere along the coast. This is one of the gaps to the Underdark that you sought after if there were other entrances. Just to just to clarify that. Thank you. I was under the assumption that those two would be linked in some they way. They might be. There's a reason I was pointing out, if we're going to the Durgar, we're flying back to where the Duke of Ate's, the we're going yes. back to Ruby's house, so yeah. we're going straight back to where we are basically secret enemy number one. That's, yeah, that's what the misdirection is for. Yeah. Now I understand. Yep. Okay. 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 Now it all links, because, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I, I thought everybody was on the same page with that. No, no, because so now we know. The guard's playing 4D chess over here, I'm playing checkers. <laughs> okay, so we need to do another 10 minutes of deliberation now. No, no, so okay, so the plan was to go find the Durgar, which means we're going back to Ruby's, which means we need to do some misdirection. That was, that's kind of the plan that we, we set We could out. just go, fuck it, right? <laughs> I think that's the first time we've ever heard Zadar but <laughs> Just, Darius goes, you sounded like me. Um... Sorry, somebody has to speak for Darius while he's not here, which is why I'm so hard up about going to see the the Archbishop because I know Darius yeah. was like, yes, no, no, he was, so yeah, no, he, and that, I was, would... that was the plan. That was the plan to go to after we check this place out. Yeah. I mean, so anyway, I request Marcus, uh, come here then. Yeah. So, okay. Do. Durgar Top live player, in the Underdark, or are they, in. uh, like, in mountains like regular dwarves? They are Underdark dwellers. I know it stands a reason that they might connect underneath, but that's still two days away at flight. <clears throat> that's, yeah, I, that's why I was thinking we go down here, and I honestly think even if it takes us a while to find the connection, it will, I mean, we're, we're going to have to find an entrance by your home which we don't know the location of so either way we're going searching we already have a route underground here i feel we maybe should just take this opportunity and try and find the connection here do you understand the difficulties of navigating underground i mean i imagine you would but or Gordon, like we're he, trying he, to travel he's a drow worth <laughs> Valmir? He's from the Underdark. I don't know that. Valmir, give me a <laughs> He's quick... He's from the Underdark. Give me a quick survival check. This isn't a high DC. You roll things, though. Yeah, this isn't... This is... He understands survival in the Underdark, like a noble who has lived his entire life in a castle understand. Oh, you know what? He rolled really good. I take that back. 14. 14. <laughs> well, no, it's uh, kind of along those lines. You aren't used to being the son of nobility on a almost surface Underdark passage you know that even then 30 probably about 30 percent of your uh like scouting parties if they're sent to find passageways connections etc die or get lost and don't turn up on time the underdark is, is a you know whereas like sometimes areas most can connect Sometimes those areas can cave in and no longer connect. Sometimes, though, there are 
areas that are only accessible by spiders like it's it's not the same as overland travel so if you are going to the underdark here and hoping to come up on the other side three days overland might turn into two weeks under underground or more just, i just miss purple rocks okay yeah, but um, you, are, you are correct we don't know an entrance sorry we don't know where an entrance is near my home but because they are doing some sort of extensive mining operation i don't think whatever they're doing is easily concealed there are ways of detecting mining operations i'm pretty sure we could spot a mine from the sky or at least an operation because supply are, train in and out has to flow these are underdark dwellers their yes, mind could what connect the to the underdark comes up not necessarily true. Or anything have to come up we saw a great many things when we were stealing papers from the duke one of those was about the information they were bringing in the blasting charges was the number of them included because that might tell us how big of an area we need to search at least I think, it was. I think it was. That's that's why Zep suspects it's a uh, mine. Several hundred, yeah. Yeah, and Zep actually got a ping of one in the grounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Zadark has to locate object and found one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't Zep, was it? There actually Zedar, might sorry. be an entrance at my house. Or at least on my house grounds. But bear in mind there is an army encamped there. Yeah, but... You know, they are probably not putting a big burn. Not in the grounds himself. Are Sorry, we I'm burning another sky drop. Yeah, mm -hmm. as I was trying to say, I don't imagine they're keeping a very close launch a look over the burnt out house. And if there is an entrance to it from the house itself, that might be an, an obvious and easy way in. I if not on the house check. itself, if not on the house itself, then probably on the grounds. There's a lot of old ruins there. It is a place to start, but we will be drawing some attention to ourselves to be certain. Can we try and get there uh, somewhat stealthily? If the day's if flight, we... Not... we... Go Sorry, ahead. go ahead. If the day's flight, arrive relatively close, but not within visual distance at night. Walk the rest of the way. Mm -hmm. what, what about if Just, just we... a second. Zep, give me an intelligence check. Trying to see if you recall something. Also, Siraj is trying to say something too. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll get back to everybody. I'm just trying to speed up this decision making because I think this will help. So, when you saw the tables, uh, you know, you had a good map of the coastline. But one thing that you did uh, when you first had the discussion about the blasting tar charges and first discussed supply you came up with the idea of smugglers coves which a lot of them had because it was also an area which you wished to hide the skyship you surmised that cave entrances there could also provide access which wouldn't directly be on the grounds but they'd be a hell of a lot closer than the place you are now just giving I you that, that because it's something that you already found and Zep hint, is hint, one hint, to hint. remember. No, I'm I'm just trying to outline all the stuff that you're trying to recall because it's been like yeah. two months since that session now. Um, yeah, we, we hit out in that little cove area before. Yep. Yeah. A way we could do it 
is if we fly as if we are planning on traveling further, we do another one of them sky drops. Zaraj, you're going to love it. We do another one of them sky drops, and the airship continues going to another city further up the coast. That way, the eyes that are almost certainly on the airship think that we've gone to um, somewhere else. Or a reminder on that as well, Mage. Givriel Mouvel is where Ruby's father's domain is, correct? Yes. Okay, so that would be directly north. So Zadar would pitch, if we, other hand, we could just send the ship to Thivrich for trading, and then when it arrives, we set out on foot. That is much closer to Givriel Mouvel. Yes. Okay. But is Thivrich is where the army is encamped, or at least right next to it? Because it's close. They're really close to each other. Hold on. Just getting, getting the map Maybe something I do need to be reminded about, because I don't remember that specifically. The army is legitimately on your father's grounds. He... That's why you were like, you sneaky uh, person, because he was... Uh, he he basically got the army, got me to, to be there. Like, they're in the castle grounds. Um... Their reach is um the reach is a nearby uh town owned by a different count uh they're very close and it's the reach was the first settlement in the area and originally the whole area would have been under one one lord um but Armory, uh ruby's home grew exponentially with being a port city uh my Give mouth isn't working in. yeah it's fine i'm grew because it's a port city leaving Thevreach a little bit poorer and yeah it's passage of time the the domains have split between those two as major settlements well if we're worried about the army we can cause a diversion i'm very good at those bring their attention elsewhere I can sneak off while you guys find the entrance. I think we've made a decision to head towards the old grounds, correct? Now yes. we're just trying to figure out how to sneak in. Why don't we deliberate about this on our passage? We have two days to discuss. Let's start to worry. Yeah, we're waiting for the, the ship to get here, right? You've already sent a message to Malfitz. Yeah. Well, because we haven't decided yeah. to go to them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, that's, uh, that's why. <laughs> Marcus. We're, for we're just we're waiting for pickup, yeah. Marcus calls back. Well, we're still loading for another day. Uh, do you want us to cancel the shipment changeover? Tell the trader to stick around here even longer? No. We can walk for a day and then have you meet us halfway. Yeah, I'll lead. I'll lead us. I'll lead us out of here and back towards wherever we need to be. Okay. Ah, okay. The Pick up on a route. Okay. Uh, just update me with uh, landmark. Yeah, of course. And I can also set off a flare so you can see us from the sky. Uh, how long do you think it would take us to get there just on foot? Because if it's like a day and a half via airship, day and a half via airship is probably. 
three, four, depending three, four on. Days. That's not that bad. Even if we're essentially if we have to take a day regardless. We could just yeah yeah. You know, honestly, walking would not draw that much attention. We could just do that. Just walk okay. the whole way there. Yeah. And then maybe because you know Marcus has finished Inate in a day, tell him to go to Feveret that place, uh, uh and and trade there. And then that's where we'll meet him after we're finished in. Thank you, Feverich. Uh, I do think the old notes would say something correct. Given Ruby's knowledge of her home, specifically mm -hmm. her home, and the coastline and all the time she spent exploring it, are there any particular spots that would stick out to her as an ideal place of which to be a smuggler cove? Or might, you know, if I was going to be discreet and hide a ship, where would I go? That's the thing. There's a lot. It's like this whole coastline is essentially what used to be an old smuggler's coast. Like, it is. Sure. Um, what are you looking for specifically? Are you trying to hide the skyship? Are you trying to hide... Are you trying to think where, where I, they're... If I a mine entrance that I didn't want to be seen, but still close enough that it's not unacceptable. There's a couple of places, but uh, you could... It's like, it wouldn't be hard for you to find those. It's just which one have they picked? Okay, so how out of the what are the two three spots? Yeah, I can think of two or three locations where we most likely might find this cove entrance, and if it's not at my house, then they would be on the coast, and I think I know where. Well, wasn't it's... there that spot, Zep? Weren't you just talking about it? The place that we yeah we used first time. Well, that's where we parked the first time, but that is not. As far as I understand it, we didn't see any entrances there. No. Not in that location, but we do have, if you excuse the expression, an eye in the sky. Might be able to see it. Yes. Especially but probably a good place to start. It's going to be at least a day until the ship is ready, and then it's going to Thiver H, not to the coast. We can go wherever we tell it to go. With how fast it, it is, make, it may still beat us there. It can make a roundabout course as well. It can just drive down the coastline and fly down the coastline and scope it out for us. Tell us of a couple places that might be um, viable for investigation, and then we'll go from there. There is an old lighthouse on the north west cove of my home it's relatively far away from the city and up on a cliff ish not commonly approached it could be a good place for us to wait for the sky the ship be a good place to spot smugglers coming into the bay as well yes then we should get going ruby will start walking in that direction so the plan is we're heading for this lighthouse, waiting for the ship to then do its thing and then travel to us at the lighthouse while making a roundabout path down the coast looking for spots. Remember, I can communicate with Marcus at any point. As soon as they find something, they can tell me. I can mark it on a map. You are traveling with a cartographer. I was going to think of that. Uh, it would be great if we had some markers of the coastline of places to investigate. Okay, so do you update Marcus? Yes. Okay. 
because it's uh, slightly different plan, but okay. Um, I'll, I'll make sure everything gets fixed up, uh, finished up here, and uh, we'll uh, go check out that coastline. Uh, see you soon, Captain. And also, um, speak to some of the sailors. They may know locations themselves. Just make it clear that they are not in trouble if they admit to having done this. Good idea. Um, okay, so the rest of you set off. Who is helming the overland travel here? Remember, you're on foot. Um... Hmm, I wonder. <laughs> I mean, can, not me, yeah. but only one of the you two cat, resident cat individuals yeah. who are amazing at knowing to finding their way around or to step up there. Uh, this is also a yeah, very empty no. grassland, right? Yes. Well, it's grass, farms, slight hills sometimes, like... I have a plus eight, Zaraj. Do you want to aid me? Uh, or do yeah. you want me to aid you? Nope. All right. Uh, okay. At plus seven. Ah, oh, okay. one one modifier different. All right, so advantage survival, right? Yes. Give it one level. Thank God for that it's advantage. Strange because um, Zep also is able to point something out, and you get another flash of genius for another five. Eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> and I was gonna ask since Zep brought up the whole ask the sailors thing as. Like, one thing that I established earlier on that was, I was a communal kind of guy rocking around the ship talking to people. Could I roll, like, a charisma check to, like, see if I might have overheard of any, like, smuggling tales or anything like that that might have been regaled? Go for it. Yeah, go for it. I All remember right. him doing this. Yeah, no, he did. Yes. Nope. Fuck no. <laughs> uh... <laughs> so... Okay. Right. Like I said, it's... 18 for survival. The thing is, between here and Gavirmaril, there is... There are some roads, sometimes. You're nowhere near sort of like main road territory. This is like the dirt road through the hill that leads to three farms, and then you've got to walk fields. And like a good portion of the rest of your day is just walking through crop fields um, because there is no other natural path because this is just how it works and um actually you get probably about four hours down the road and you see another sort of like you previously saw one of these communes of uh this one looks far less monastic than the previous one uh but it it, it looks and it's mainly wooden but it's like a collection of like terraced houses in sort of an enclosed circle in the middle of fields upon fields um some smoke coming out the roof sort of like out of a chimney area but you press on and eventually it gets to nightfall made some good headway and yes you along, bed, bed along down the, yeah go for it along, go for it was along the journey ruby had actually sat alongside valmir okay well, you're all walking. You don't have any. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just. Uh, I'm all of us. No, you're Same. you're riding brawn. Yeah. You you have a small cavalry division now within the party. Between. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> Very true. Ruby still likes Gore, to walk. Stone, brawn, and Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah. Now we need Zadar on Darcy, and you've just got all the most eclectic yes, cavalry, cavalry line. Um, one of those underdark spider horse things that we were. I forgot the name of. Um, the bounders. Spiders. Spiders. More bounders. Shade More. creep. No. No. 
no, no, no. No, uh, the, uh, yeah, I, the ones that I created, um, yes, oh. yes. um, Valmir, yeah, tell me a good memory about your family, the one you grew up with, not the one that's causing you hate and discontent. Probably, there were, there were plenty um it wasn't all of my family that sucked ass mostly just my stepfather and and my sister but my brother valar he was he was kind to me um training with him was always a highlight and He's the one that taught me how to use a, a glaive. It's it's been my weapon of choice ever since I learned to fight. That's thanks to him. He beat you a lot. Ha! Huh. Not like my stepfather. <laughs> I'm referring to the, with the glaive, but you know. Sure. Oh, I I beat him a couple <laughs> of times. Whether he let me or whether I earned it, I don't know, but... Yeah, building up your confidence, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> it's kind of important, you know? Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah, for sure, sure. The... As you... Uh, just, Zep, as a, another thing, you noticed that... Um, as you're walking... Um, Braun has uh, taken to looking where he's going less uh, because he has his head down in a sketch pad. And he's, he's he managed to pick up some like chalks and he's he's not making images per se, but he's like notating color. Millennials looking down at their pads. Just, just as a thing. Um, like it. And it is interesting because Zep is actually doing something similar. He's mapping out the, the path that we take. So you just see the, if you, anyone looks over, it's just Broad and Zep both just not not paying attention. Um, but eventually you find an area which is between a couple of trees. Uh, a couple of trees breaks the wind a little bit. Nice enough to set up camp for the night. So, who's taking what watch and, uh... Before we take watch, can I try to camouflage? Is Can I, like, look for, you know, sticks and leaves and try to, you know, find a easily defensible, camouflageable spot? What, for yourself or for the whole camp? <laughs> like, like if we can find a spot where at least one side of us is covered and make like an impromptu like little lean to. Sure, give me a uh, give me a survival check. Mm, is it technically my favored terrain? What's your favorite terrain again? The woods. The woods. Hmm. The woods is kind of different to farmland. Okay, but... just checking. Just checking. You do often find corpses 
within farmland, though, and that's most likely. Yeah, what this have. this is what I'm it's thinking. Not forest, forest. You know what? Roll of advantage. Oops. Roll of advantage. Go on. Okay. Well, I was, I was, I was going because, because you're looking for a lean to that implies trees. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. Yeah. No. No. No worries. You found like in between like some of the fields where some of the tree growth has begun. There's also a little bit of a stream. Uh, there's actually a couple of felled trees. One looks like it was like ripped in two by like a lightning strike, uh, and bent over. The other one sort of grew up through it, but it it it, it imposes like somewhat of a wall with at least its bush cover, as well. Like because it still kept its its greenage, greenery. Uh, yeah, foliage. Uh, so you can set up sort of a, a, a. It's got a back to you, um, and it's large enough that whatever tents and sheets and stuff you have, you can sort of jury rig something comfortable. We're going to have to sleep very close together and cozy, but we should be hidden well enough from onlookers. Yeah, something about Zadar's dream or portent has me on alert for sure should we have been looking should around it won't you've not you've had your head in a pad in the middle of the night so <laughs> okay so be extra vigilant for our watches and now that we have a new party member since i don't think neither gord nor zaraj were part of us during our Longer trips, we may want to adjust our watch rotation. Yeah, so who is taking first watch? I still believe I should be uh, taking the, the darkest portion of the night. Yeah, Ruby's, I think Ruby's still one of the ones where you want it during the, like the first watch where you want during the, at least some light. So just to, just to be clear, currently watch one is Ruby and Zaraj. Zadar is on his own for watch two. Then it's Zep and Valmir, and then it's Darius and Braun. Kind of is what I'll, it's set up um, on the sheet as, anyway. I'll pair up with Zadar, and I could just have Gord, or sorry, Stone kind of just. kind of take cat naps, I guess you could say. The only issue with that is we try to keep somebody, the highest perception people split up amongst watches so we don't have mm. the best eyes on all on the same watch fair enough my um, um i i would probably i mean i've got i've got zep actually what's your perception it's pretty good it's not very good but i can see in the darkness also i would remind you that braun does not sleep and he is oh. um he's constantly so patrolling the clamp but you don't have your lights here just as a note because mm -hmm. yeah. they were on the wagon yeah, Bron, good, good luck painting in the dark. I mean, I can make some torches very easily, but do we want to give off this light? No, no, absolutely that not. That is the risk that we're worrying about, yes. We should stay as hidden as possible. Okay. No fire tonight. So... Looking at you, Darius. Don't blow up any trees. Um, so... Darius not like only not only do I need your watch order if you're changing the watch that is currently on your party sheet but I also would like your sleeping arrangement um I think first watch is Ruby and Zaraj mm -hmm. second one would have been 
me and Zadar unless we could split us up uh, more intelligently based on our perceptions. Yeah, I think you that'd be like the highest perception. So maybe if either me or Zep, it would make sense to switch Zep or Valmir, one of them to second mm -hmm. watch. Mm -hmm. Which watch would be the darkest? Because I'll stay there. Watch two. Third. Normally. Third okay, or two. I'll stay yeah. watch two. Two is so it's like the this the change of between two and three is where the peak of the night is essentially. Alright, so In fact I think you only need three watches. Nice. I think you only need three watches for a full for a long rest. Four. So it depends yeah, it depends a, on a how you're splitting them. It's eight hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And each watch is two hours. So the third one would be me and then Darius? No, it starts at watch zero. It's not one, two, three, four. It's zero, one, well, two, I, three. Well, I, I can change these numbers, so. Just just let me know what, what you need me to put. Because um, Gord isn't even on that list for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. Like, haven't, we haven't had to do a watch order yet. Maybe maybe put Zep at number one, and then uh, Gord can go number two. I remember Zep can see in the dark. I'm not sure if Gord can. He can. Okay. Yeah, no, the biggest issue is Zadar is also somebody who cannot see in the dark. Why, which is so why that would have taken an early watch. Well, Ruby so and I can Ruby. take last watch if you would prefer to take first. I see in the dark. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I think Ruby and Zadar would probably be best first watch because then they would have the most light, and then the rest of us have dark vision so we could manage through the night. Right? Uh, everybody but Darius has dark vision. That's, I think, well, why he was on last, so it's like, it's getting light. Zep, yeah, yeah Zep and Braun don't have dark okay. vision. Zep does. Zep, sorry, uh, sorry, Darius. Darius and Braun. Yeah. And they could do, okay. That's the And Braun's up all night anyway, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take third with whoever, um. I think sure. we got it now, in that part. Okay. That's all right. Okay. okay. And now I need your sleeping arrangement. Imagine they sh uh, those who are watches share tents. Need a better idea of what the area looks like to understand sleeping arrangements. Um, so because we, we haven't been carrying tents with us. No, you don't well, have a we're tent. We're sleeping under a lean-to, so like. Yeah, if you're, you're in inventory. Toblerone. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna use the. Uh, oh, <laughs> Toblerone. Saraj also kind of. Thing navigated in areas for us to kind of tuck into so it may be that we're not quite sleeping in a pile but i imagine where it's just like head to feet where everybody's just kind of like in a row trying to fit into their best so if you notice Actually, next Bruin to is carrying a tent and we do have a tarp as well he carries both yep you do so i think you can move yourselves around this area uh on the marching and formation um where is that it's right next to the watch order on the party sheet. So top right, party sheet. Orders, okay, yeah, I see Well, it. I'm not right. gonna get in the way of true love, so Zoraj, you wanna move so, to the edge. So, all right, that's... So, just mark out where you would be. I think we're My missing a ruby on the map. There is not a ruby, yes. Uh, yeah. It works for Zadar. He's not particular about where he beds down. Yeah, I don't really mind. 
Okay, so... Zach will find a nook wherever he can. Okay, so you're essentially... Although actually, is that when Braun... Because I can draw on this marching order. So you've got a lean-to that... I think I can draw on this anyway. <laughs> it says I can. But it's not letting me. Need to enable drawing mode. Yeah. Ah. So on this, there we go. So if we go here, there is a. That's your lean to like wall side, and then you've got a tree here and here. Oh, I'll, I'll sleep with my back to a tree. Oh, yeah, I'll then I'll go to the opposite one then. Yet. Okay. Uh, I would say you can't go th through it. Huh. Okay. So, so where's the tent? Uh, so the where you can put the the tent is how many people does it fit? Two. Two. So you can put a two-man tent anywhere here you'd like to. And then I, I imagine the tarp is like strong between the lean-to and these two trees. Or the tarp is used underneath the, yeah, the lean-to to give it the waterproofing. waterproofing. Yeah, either way. I, mean, we got I want to sleep role. by one of the openings if Zadar is watching the other opening. Sure. Darius will take so. middle to just rush to whoever. Okay. Zap will be in the lean-to. Stone Ruby is still not on a map. Oh. You can... Uh, there we are. What's the map name? It's not a map. It it's is... Party no, sheet. it's under yeah. the party sheet. Oh, party sheet information order under order. Mm -hmm. Just as a quick... It's like a little whiteboard map to do, you know, line up stuff. Party sheet? Top right under tools. Party sheet, the same ah. way you see all your party inventory and stuff. Um, under order. There you go. When I was growing up, when we used to sleep in a tight formation like this, we used to call it a cuddle puddle. <laughs> so, uh, Zarash, sorry, sorry I, I think I accidentally moved you. Um, where are you in the rank <gasps> position? I think I accidentally mm. moved you. There nope. you go. Uh, be yeah. there. Up there. Yep. There, cool. Oh my cool, goodness. Cool, cool. There we go. Right. We, we sleep. So, you all bed down. Those of you on your first on the first watch, please give me a perception check and read them out to our audience at home, just so they feel extra included. Checking, uh, the way you can all be as bad as I am. Here we go. Clackety clackety math rocks. Give me a 19. Okay. As bad as you are. Uh, does not give me any ability. Okay. Ruby's a, a character of extremes. They're either great or ass. There is nothing in between. Speaking of ass. Okay. As the evening draws down, your camp is set up. It's the first time you've actually had to build a camp in a long time with this party like even so you've normally had the wagons so this is kind of a new experience whilst like back in previous traveling days you might have had something like this it's uh 
still a unique setting and with but with the extra hands of say Zaraj and Gord who you haven't traveled really with before uh, experienced woods woods folk or survivalists that they are they managed to get up a pretty neat looking uh, an abode for the night and as the sun begins to set over the fields and over the trees your watch passes uneventfully you know Zadar this was some of my favorite times Bing. No, just the the adventuring part of it. The going from place to place and camping out in the stars. Okay. Oh, everybody is treated to a decent dinner from Ruby. Okay. Mark down any supplies that you have to for that. Yep. Um, would the next uh, watch please give me their roles? disadvantage because they'll be looking right? at each other the whole time right <laughs> yes that's gordon's Zaraj. gord ro gord roll roll for pheromones um oh god no please i rolled a six because i can't stop staring oh my god at how good gord is at perception He's just standing there with his arms on his hips, wind blowing majestically through his moldering. <laughs> hold on, hold on a second, hold on. Here we go, hold on. We have this here. I can go ahead and cast that. Uh, <laughs> smolder. I cast the smolder. Um, what this role is, is just, like, just as a, I need woman, to. I am perceiving. So, who is it in this party that has a, a sentinel shield? Uh, I that'd do. be Darius. So, you would have rolled that and advantage. Darius. Yeah. Remember. So, whoops, I'll roll another one. Just in case Let's the 30 wasn't enough. Um, yeah, yeah. If it's not enough, it doesn't matter. Yeah, we really. I really okay, wish Zep was awake for that. He could have flash a genius it. <laughs> so, Gord. <laughs> mm -hmm. The sun is fully set, but the moon is kind of hazed by clouds. Um, you look out and... I've got to, I've got to roll something, so. Because you are the first person to break the DC, so. <laughs> okay. Methinks a thing is coming. For a moment, brief as it is, you see movement. A little ways out. But there's just a, there's just a, it's like a, the briefest flash of a shadow. Which is unusual because the light is very little. It's just, it's, you can't tell what it was. But with that perception, you're like, no, that something was off then. Something was completely off. Probably about 90 foot into the field. There was just... You're not sure what it was, but uh, something was there. You're sure of it. Oh, before we started, could Ruby have cast alarm around the camp? Sure, I will allow that in the, the preparation time. Okay. Um, You're probably like three quarters of the way through your watch at this point. Zaraj. 
There's... Yes. My eyes are up here. Something in the field. Really? I'm going to send stone into the sky. Okay. Stay still for now. I'm gonna so begin um, to... Oh, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I'm gonna cast uh, Primeval Awareness. Ooh, I have no idea what that does. I put it in chat. Yeah, let me have a look it, at that. Um, it takes a minute cast time, so I'm just okay. gonna sit and sort of close my eyes and allow my senses to just spread out for me in a mile radius. And I can detect uh, fiends, aberrations, undead, a whole bunch of guys. If it's none of those uh, types of creatures, I don't sense it. You know what? With that, a minute passes. Stone goes up to the sky. Roll me uh, a, a give uh, Zaraj, give me a perception check. Seven. Primeval awareness does not give you anything. Okay. That's uh, gonna be a fourteen for Stone's perception. Stone has night vision, yes. It's a dark vision. Uh, dark vision, 60 feet, passive, perception is 12. Okay. Don't forget Brawn's awake as well. Braun, yeah, Brawn, who you've alerted as well to this, so Brawn is actively checking. Give me a perception check for roll, uh, for Brawn at disadvantage because of the night time. Um, Stone doesn't see anything. Mm-hmm. 22. Twenty-two at disadvantage for Braun. Some good rolls. Some very good rolls. However, does Braun have a sentinel shield? He should. <laughs> True. Um, He's not distracted by Gord's beauty. <laughs> he is distracted, however, by the colors of the night. Um, no. Gord doesn't see anything. Which direction out of camp was that? So um, it would be uh, the the widest open side. Okay. Okay. Um. While stone is in the air, um, Zaraj, keep an eye on me, and I'm gonna go ahead and stealth out into the field a little bit to try and see if I could catch that. Sure. Whatever it was moving Roll. further through the field. Roll me a stealth check. Um, I'm going to have my bow out ready. Like, sure. I'm locked on gold. Good stealth. Okay. 25. You get on almost your belly, but you use your strength to, like, still keep slightly upright. Almost Ooh. reverting almost into, like, a, a true lion-esque sort of prowl through this field and it's, it's in front of you is a wheat field um, mm -hmm. not and the shoots aren't quite ready for harvest yet but it's like they're so close to it but so it's quite tall and uh, um, yeah. how far out are you planning on going all the full 90 feet to where you saw something 
yeah, I'll slowly move out there and try and see if there's any tracks or anything like that that were left behind of that area. Sure. Give me a quick investigation right. check. Investigation. Zaraj, give me a perception oh, check as well. Um, give me a perception check, Zaraj, as you try to keep your eye on Gord as he moves into the field. Because he is stealthy. I hold another six. I... Okay. Thanks, Lambert. My investigation would have been a four. You're taking my rules, that mean mine are good. Three. Three. Your investigation would have been a four. Okay. <laughs> it's not hard for you to find. But you think you've crawled around a little bit in the circle, so I'll come back to that. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a question mechanically. Because this will define who gets a reaction to this. Can Brawn be paralyzed? Uh, yes, but he cannot be surprised. Okay. Then Brawn and Zaraj need to give me a wisdom saving throw. Stone is still in the sky. He is. If anything crosses within 30 feet of the camp, mm -hmm. an alarm does go off. Correct. 17. I rolled an 11. I should have made Leoman's tiny hut. Damn it, I forgot I had that spell. I saw the scroll. There's a scroll of it. I have it. I have it. I have it ready. Okay. As a ritual. I just forgot I had it. Raj, you feel your body just overtaken by uh, paralysis. Um, and so does Brawn. As they both freeze in camp, the alarm spell. Now I have a question for alarm. If it's dispelled... I know about it. You know about it. You are asleep. So I'd still feel it. <laughs> you'd feel it, but you feel it drop. You are asleep. So, Ruby, this is your reaction chance. You have, and I, I will openly say the DC for this. Concentration while asleep, middle of sleep, deepest slumber. You are uh, an you. Actually, this is a better question. On your... this Because this will tie into DC. When you leveled up, did you take Warcaster? I did. Okay. So you're an experienced War Mage. Therefore, you might be ready more so for action, I would say. So. Even with that, this is going to be a DC 18. Give me a perception check. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> <fucking> go. <laughs> so Ruby, 18. You, you wake up. Stone now notices as well. So you're awake. Ruby will get back to that. Stone notices an individual um, entering camp. Can it relay to you what he sees? 
Uh, I don't I remember don't... where the connection, I what the connection. A... So on, it, it doesn't a... work like a familiar. So. It just says it obeys your commands. Yeah, no, I, it, it wouldn't be able to um, mentally communicate. One question before we get too far in. This is something that Zep would do automatically, I just didn't say it. Um, but Braun was still wounded, but he would just be using um, mending. Yeah, yeah, basically yeah. As you, can, you can correct his health, that's fine. Um, Suraj, what's your armor class? Now, nah. as a reminder, every time that this hits will automatically be a critical because you are uh, paralyzed. 17. Okay. Oh boy. And what HP are you at right now? Uh, 49, and if I have the temp HP, so 52. I still missed with one of these. But. You are still hit. Don't have a mouse to pick up those dice. Um, okay, I'm gonna have to do this manually. So Siraj assaulted from behind by a shadowy figure. He is frozen, unable to move. He just is dead looking at this individual, screaming from the inside as he is unable to react as Siraj takes. So what was it with the ten temporary HP? 52. not going to be enough. She takes 63 points of damage and goes down. Ruby, you awake to see an individual pulling a blade. You're on the floor, you are you looking across and you sort of jolt up because you feel it and you see an individual pulling a blade from Zaraj's back who is fixed in paralyzation and goes limp but still held. Okay. <clears throat> uh, this individual is completely shadowed, and um, yeah, what do you do? Uh, Ruby is going to leap to her feet, and as she does so, the flames are going to lick around her entire form as she's going to let out a shield of fire around herself that emits a pretty bright light, a lot of heat, real fast, and she is going to scream out, Great up! Okay. I would imagine that Stone, you said that he saw this at the same time, would have roared as Ruby stood up. Sure. Uh, which I will allow Gord to have instantly heard that. Um, yep. And the rest of you will wake up. Is that the end of your action? Is that all you're doing with... Uh, because Fire Shield is a fire spell, the person who attacks Raj is he is within 10 feet of her? Um, 
he is not within 10 feet of you. Is there one near me within 10 feet? It is just this single individual. Okay, then the flame is just going to lick off into nothing as she directs it to not hit anybody who's friendly. Okay, <laughs> off into the field. Um, so Valmai is a pretty heavy sleeper. He's going to sleep through this one. Uh, no, um, <laughs> so, next in the initiative order. Actually, do you know what? We're going to go ahead and take this break here. Uh, and uh, we will rejoin us for the second half of this in just a moment's time. Ah, we haven't even rolled initiative yet. <laughs> The world of Valdiris is one of old empires and new nations, of emerging new ideas combating the beliefs of the past. Civilization slowly crawls back from the dark ages so recently ended, but the deep forests and dark corners of even the wealthiest nations remained untouched and filled with corruption. The root cause? A great schism in the hearts of the faithful. In the name of the five wisdoms and that of the divine legate, you have been found guilty of heresy and shall be judged by all in the afterlife. Children of the Church of Glass, raise your tools and arms, your pitchforks and mattocks. Cast aside the plowshares and take up the call to war, as your right to faith and life is at stake. As an age of enlightenment dawned, an era of close-mindedness followed. But it was the common folk who truly suffered the most. Thirty-four years of bloodshed and hurt. Some cannot even recall a time of peace, and it shows no signs of slowing. In a world shrouded in such darkness, it's a wonder how anyone survives.
Okay, welcome back everybody to the second half of tonight's broadcast. We need to quickly retcon something because I mismanaged my own spells. Um, as the knife pulls from Zaraj's back, the paralysis breaks and she doesn't quite go down. So, I need everyone to roll initiative. Uh, on this uh, ambush encounter. So, Zaraj. I'm going to use a point of luck. Okay. Just on that. Um, as this knife is pulled from the, and the paralysis breaks, you turn to see this. Because you're the only one close enough right now. Under the hood, this gnarled, uh, gnarled up. You're not sure if it's a drow or some dark dark skin fae featured individual with scars up the side of their face like a permanent smile their teeth no lips just glaring at you eyes piercing directly at you um Darius needs to roll as well. Yes, I will roll for Darius. Uh, roll for Darius. Uh, da, 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 da. He has advantage on this. Uh, not that he needs it. That's uh, 22. Okay. So, would everybody mind re reading out their initiative in order that they are in chat, please? Uh, yeah, so I, I got a 7, and then I, I rolled a piece of luck for it, and then I got a 4, so 7. Okay. Uh, 18! It is a 19 for Zadar. I have no idea what chat you're talking about. What sorry, the, the, in, sorry. The, 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 as they've appeared in the, the on the in fantasy grounds. Oh, in that. Okay. Uh, yeah, that would be me. Uh, Zep got an eleven. Braun got a twenty. Okay. Dirty. Gord has a total of twenty-four. And, and Siraj has a twenty-four as well. So. Am I? Am I? Do I? Am I up or am I unconscious? So. Because of the retcon, you are up. Is there a map? No. Okay. Zaraj, it is your turn to act. What would you like to do? Is the person that almost murdered me still, like, right behind me? Oh, yeah. They, they, they're, they're like, so they've pulled the knife and they've got a hand on your shoulder sort of thing. Um, and you've just like twisted and you've seen this grimace. I would like to, uh, drop my bow, whip out both of my swords and turn around and just try to swipe. With yeah, both go of for them. it. Go ahead. Ooh, Make your just attack. A little thanks for murdering me kind of thing here. So attack one is a 22. Hits. 
Is there anyone within five feet of us for sneak attack damage? No, there is not. Okay, fair. So that will be nine damage. Okay. And then second attack. I assume a 24 will hit. That does hit indeed. And that'll be... Ooh. It rolled a six, but it didn't show up. Would you like me to re-roll? No, that's fine. So that's what so total? Seven. It'll be seven plus nine is um, 16. Okay. Um, 16 points. You give a slash across the, the stomach with both your, your scimitars. Um, and you see the individual just kind of look and go. <laughs> and just laugh at you. Um, and then I would like to back away without invoking an attack of opportunity because absolutely. of my Horizon Walker stuff, and I just sort of back off limping. Sure. Good. It is your turn. Um, <clears throat> okay, great. So Gord is going to use his action to dash 80 feet. Okay. You are 10... You're 10 foot away from being back at camp, yeah. Okay. Um, and then he's going to use his bonus action to tell Stone to dive bomb this guy. Okay. Um, so he's going to fly straight in at this guy and go for an attack. Go for it. Um, that's going to be... I think I put it on here. It should work. So a stone just takes from the sky down towards this target. This attack is a rage. Um, he's, he's literally like wings back, like full on, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing holding him back coming, yeah, in, no coming problem. in, like um, a rocket ship crashing <laughs> down from sky, the sky. Yeah, so this should be it. And that's a seven. Okay. Great. Fortunately, that does not hit. Okay. The individual, so just the individual just as, yeah, the individual is like, dude, um, Stone is on target, but the individual just kind of hand springs backwards uh, and like bicycle kick kind of maneuver sort of over himself to like move him like five foot away from where he just was. Okay, yeah, so I'll have Stone just be like imposing in between Siraj and sure. uh, the smile. Yeah. And uh, are you doing anything? <laughs> Bonus action, uh, that anything? That would be action. That uh, my bonus action was command stone to do okay. that, and that would be it. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't have a reaction yet. So, I need to do a roll off between Darius and the individual. Would someone like to take the roll for Darius? Was that a surprise round? Should I? <laughs> um, he had a surprise round. Um, okay. That was an 11 for Darius. Sure. Um, oh, that's a d12, not a d20. And he still beats him. <laughs> he does beat him, so Darius is going to go first. Darius. Uh, hmm. If if Darius was to do anything, if there is a strange individual breaking into the camp and he can see them... That is the question. Can he see them? Well, that's what he's just about to do. So, 
Darius draws the Sunblade. And expands the light up. So this individual can be seen by those who can't see them. Uh, actually, no, there was already light from Ruby's fire shield. Ten feet of it. Yeah. Ten feet. Okay, this person is out of that. So oh, I was going to think, he also has the gem of brightness, so he could just, you know, dawn in the middle of this camp right now. It's very true. Well, it's ten feet of bright and an additional ten feet of dim. Yes, it still would be out of the range of this individual. But I'm just trying to work okay. out if to change the, the luminescence of this. Um, it's is a bonus that an action, action to ignite or... it, and I think a bonus action to also make it brighter. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so we just think the dim of brightness is just like thirty feet of bright light and thirty feet of dim light. Okay. Uh, well, gem of brightness is then. Uh, I, I was gonna say if he could try and do this and then shoot the gem of brightness. Uh, mm, was sure. was what I was aiming to do, but um, that would be a very Darius thing to do. So do you know what he's gonna do? gonna action surge and shoot the gem of brightness sure so he's gonna do this and then so it's bright light and then he's gonna shoot the gem of brightness what is the dc on his gem of brightness where is this in his infantry 15 i think I it's say. 15 yeah i just wanted to double check um yeah which yeah dc 15 con save which this individual makes. Darius is then just going to try and use his 30-foot movement to close the gap. Um, okay. So, the individual's turn. This individual uses his bonus action to disengage from stone and takes off 30-foot backwards. Into the night. Can Stone have an attack of opportunity because Shane's not in the VC? Bonus action to disengage was the thing. Oh, oh, my bad. Yeah. Um, we'll wait for Shane to get back just to. Just as. Sorry. Bonus action disengages from Stone, moves another 30 foot back. The question is okay. Ruby, I will give you a disadvantaged perception check because they've moved back into the darkness. But you've, you're kind of fixed on this individual. Hey. <clears throat> so I will allow you this. One moment, trying to find it. Performance perception, there we go. Deception or perception at disadvantage. Uh, 11. Sorry, you, you do not see this. I don't see him disappear into the darkness? Well, you see him disappear in the darkness. You don't see what happens next. Okay. Zraj. Well, so you see this, however. The individual gives you a soft wave goodbye and then <laughs> casts a spell and moves away. Uh, as a her as your ranger class, they just misty stepped. Oh, okay. Um, 
But next in the initiative order is... I think... Uh, Braun goes at the same time as Zep, does he not? Yes, he does. That's so, true. uh, to be Zadar. Ah, uh, Zadar is standing up and is not immediately aware of what's going on, other than mm -hmm. probably just seeing a shadow dart away and then vanish into thin air. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know what? I got the spells to use, and I'm gonna do it. Uh, there's a nice little gap here between the wall of the lean-to and this tree. Uh, Zadar is just going to like gonna gesture his hand over. He's going to cast Guardian of Faith on that spot. Oh, uh, so shit. A okay. Spectral Warrior kind of rises up out of the ground, a shield in one hand, a giant war pick in the other. Uh, if anything comes within 10 feet of it, it smacks the shit out of him. Yeah, okay, lovely. This... It's like... Um... It's like a, a shield of pure radiant energy rising through the ground, slowly forming up this statuesque figure holding uh, holding itself proud at the front. Uh, you can't quite tell if it's a dragonborn or not, but the armor, the full plate that it wears is fairly, fairly draconic in features. A large tower shield and a war pick uh, slung over one shoulder. Like the war pick, like readied, but over a shoulder, like ready to use the shoulder as a, a launching off point. Just, and that also emits light, correct? It does not emit light. It's oh, it does not. weapon and shield gleam a little bit, but it doesn't actually give any light off. Okay. So it's just kind of uh, a faint ethereal flicker on this. Yes, it is a faint ethereal flicker. I wanted to cast it before the rest, but people were like, no, let's hide. I'm like, you know what? No, that's fair. Let's hide. Uh, and then Zadar's just going to hold position right next to it. So if anybody tries to fuck with them, they get smacked in the face by God. Sure. Sure. Uh, I don't have a bonus action. That's Zadar's turn. Sure. God, God is ready to receive. Um, Ruby. Uh, going over to uh, Zaraj, since I can't see this guy. Um, are you all right? I am bleeding a little bit. Can I touch my wound? Like... Will you survive? For now. Okay. Let us hope he does not come back for me. Yeah. Um, Ruby is then going to flick Hera back into existence. Um, does he emit light? Does who emit light? Her phoenix. Her familiar. Hmm. If it is, it's like five foot. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Maximum, that is a... because that's a bit past the limitations of the fine familiar spell. No, it's fine, it's fine. Um, I do not remember if it is a bonus action to summon him into existence or an action. Double checking. Depends if you're rich. Uh, you're... No, it, it, he never died. He's just there whether or not he's visible or not I mean this, uh, mm. I think it's just a bonus action to summon as an action as an action. Oh, action as an action he will she will summon him back into existence and she will then uh, quicken cast uh, light upon him okay and he's gonna go about you know 20 feet up and out in the direction she last saw him go, and he's going to act like a spotlight. Sure. 
Okay. While she's just going to stand there waiting near Zaraj watching. Give me a perception check. Okay. Uh, is this disadvantaged? You'll find out. Well, it's a five, so doesn't matter. You see nothing. Okay. It's her turn. Okay. Um, and then in the initiative order, I think we have Zep and Braun. Valmir, you're going to be on deck after this, so be ready. Okay, so uh, Zep is waking up from his deep slumber and does not really know what is happening. He just sees Braun standing strangely still. And Zarash. Oh yeah, Braun needs to roll another wisdom save. Cause... At the end of his turn. Yeah, you know he should have had another one as well. Same with um, Zarash. Okay. Okay, so I will roll a wisdom save. Though his wisdom is terrible. Nope, never mind. <laughs> Natural 20. Like, same as Zarash. I feel so bad, Mage. You have no idea just how bad I feel about this. So, uh... Huh. If a wisdom save meets the DC... Does he it succeed? Okay. Passes, yeah. Then he is ready to act on your turn. Wait, wait, 20? 20 is the DC? I, I physically cannot pass that. <laughs> Please don't um, let me be paralyzed. That's, that's why you may have already failed once. So with oh, yeah. Braun's abilities, was he able to see where this guy went? Only as much as everybody else. Quick note, Midge, the stream cannot hear the music. I, I can't hear the music either. I've been trying to sort that okay. while we talk. Sure, um, sure, sure. Just bring it up. So he would have seen as much as any individual with... They would have seen the individual in the... Like, while they were in the light. As soon as they moved into the deep darkness might have struggled, but give me a perception check just in case. Uh, disadvantage cause darkness? We'll roll it flat for now because there's been times where he can see and times where not, so it's, all, it's almost a, uh, it's almost as a tracking. So... Natural 20. Although he didn't see it, he definitely saw the wisp of magic that left this individual as they jumped. Um, so he doesn't know where they've gone now, but they he saw them up until that point. Everyone wouldn't know what Misty Step is. Okay. Um, Ruby's used it. So is Valmir, I think. True, but Braun's not a mage, and he wouldn't know True. like the specifications of it to how far they can go. No, no, he would not know that. That's more what I was interested in. Um, I think Braun would go to where Zaraj is and then stand defensively nearby. Um, mm -hmm. And Zep is going to use half of his movement to get up. Sure. And then... Um, can Zep see that Zaraj has been injured as all of this is happening in Darkness Oh yeah, too? Yeah, she is like bleeding from like a, a wound in her back that has been repeatedly stabbed by a, what seems to be a relatively curved knife. 
uh, can Zep reach Zaraj, considering he used half his movement to get up? Mm, do, 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 do. What? How much movement you got left? It's 25 total halved, so... She backed up, so yes, I would say. Just okay. about. In that case, Zep is going to rush over to Zaraj and then just out of his spray gun just coat her in what's effectively a healing potion casting cure wounds okay yours are grape colored though right you're like they're purple just to distinguish them was that right what we said yeah yeah so um, zep just comes up and throws a vial of purple liquid over over the the cat at the and yeah roll the roll I'm the cure wounds level two. okay how do i do level two i don't know how i do level two uh, you need to program that in to your character sheet oh, as an action. In that case, I'm just going to roll 2d8 and add 5 to it. Yeah. That's a 9, so you gain 9 health back. Thank you. Okay. And um, bonus action would have been activating Brawn to go and stand defensively. Brawn will then take the dodge action. Okay. Valmir. Can I see him with my 120 foot devil sight? Well, you're on the floor currently. I'm gonna stand up and then look around. Okay, give me a perception check, please. Oh, 21. Okay. You do not see them. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, okay. In that case, what I'm going to do is... Hmm, I am going to... Obviously, my, my glaive has come out, and um, I'm going to uh, just stand there for a moment, um, eyes closed, and then you see... Um, Shim my, my form sort of starts shimmering and then splits into three and uh, I've cast mirror image so there's now three uh, three Valmires stood next to each other uh, sorry three extra so there's four there's four Valmires uh, and I have cast a mirror image sure. and as my bonus action all four three um sorry all four valmires sort of do the same action obviously mirrored uh where they sort of tug on their wrist and pull out some purple flame that rushes up the glaive and coats the the blade of it uh in like a purplish fire uh and i'm casting a branding smite okay uh other than that i'm going to move somewhat centrally um, use the rest of my movement to move somewhat centrally in the middle of the uh, the camp and standing guard. So, I now have to roll. One thing, Ghibli, uh, you added damage to yourself instead of subtracting it when you were healed. It goes the other way. Um, minus nine, not plus nine. We want well, you to get there, not worse. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that I took 20 damage, so I had my HP at 29. So you would have you would have healed nine from the cure wounds. So this up to twenty. Yes. Uh, this, this counts up, not down. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's wounds taken, not total health. Oh, okay, yeah. that sucks. Really a little bad weird. You start at zero and then we go up to up to our maximum. Yeah. Okay, so I'm. It's at twenty now. Okay. okay. So got a coin flip here between what this individual does. They leave and we never hear from them again. Yay! Zaraj. Oh, damn. In your head. You hear. Such a pretty kitty. Shame I couldn't keep you. Bye-bye for now. Tell my brother I said hello. In your head. And that's their turn. So, uh... Zirash, it is your go. Okay, um, I would like to shout out loudly, get out of my head! And then can I look to see if I can see them? I have dark vision. Yeah, sure. Give, give, give it a go. Perception? Yeah. Please roll good. Nat 20, 24! So... Just, you saw a direction in which they ran. Almost like they smiled at you as the message went through and then bolted. And whilst you can't see them now, you could make it a disadvantage bow attack probably. Uh, how far away are they in the event that I wanted to cast a spell? Within ninety feet? No, no, they're not. No. No, this is this is this is heading on. That's why I say bow because they are they disengaged thirty, misty step sixty, and then just bonus action dash and movement ran. So they are misty step is only thirty feet. So uh, yeah, they disengaged thirty. Disengaged thirty. Okay. So they're they're hundred and twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Minimum. And you don't I, know. You don't know what their full movement range is. Um, my longbow. Uh, the first range is one fifty, so it's still a disadvantage. It's a disadvantage because you can't see them anymore because they're outside of your dark vision range. Gotcha. Okay. So it's it's not because you're out of the bow's range; it's because of out of your visible sight. With a twelve for my first attack. Unfortunately, doesn't hit. Okay, extra attack. Can I do it again? Uh, yeah. You have an extra attack. Yep. I didn't use it last turn because I forgot. 14 probably still doesn't it. Sorry, it does not. Okay, one more kind of technical question because it's not oh. um, put on my character sheet correctly. Um, I'm with my fighting style. I'm supposed to be able to add my decks to my offhand weapon. I'm not going to wreck oh. on that damage, but I just, can I add that plus five to my offhand scimitar sure. for my decks? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my turn. I would like to point in the direction, like, I think he's over this way, if it can help anyone after me. Sure. Uh, which is Gord. Probably the only person with a small hope of catching. Uh, all right. Um... <clears throat> uh, I believe Stone has a 60 fleet fly speed. I got dropped out again. 
so I don't have his stat block up. Give me a second. Um, either way, I would tell him to kind of take back to the sky and give chase. And he has um, dark vision, correct? Yes, he does. 60 feet. Dark vision, 60 feet. Sure. Um, and, um... Cool. That would be Stone's move. Let me see something here. Sorry. There we go. There we go. Alright. Um, I would then... I'm gonna dash after this guy. So another 80 feet off in the direction that Siraj pointed. Mm -hmm. And um, just try and see if I could keep on keep on his trail. Okay. Uh, how how far are you running? Sorry. 80 feet. Okay. <clears throat> Give me a quick perception check. <laughs> that would be advantage, right? Sentinel shield. Correct. Twenty-one. Um, actually, uh, Zaraj, um, redo those attacks for me. Not at disadvantage. Oh. Okay. You'll see why. You'll see why. Um. So just regular, not disadvantage. Is, yeah, you can. Uh, you can also make. They don't have to be longbow, as well. Well. Oh. They can. Can they be scimitar? Uh, no, sorry, they do have to be longbow, but, uh, sorry. You can try and move to engage. He's meant to go after you, not before you. I screwed up the turn order. So, he would be away from you, but not that far. So he's Is inside. He's within route. 90 feet. He's within 90 feet, yes. Oh, well then in that case, I would like, instead of attacking with my bow, I would like to cast Entangle, and he has to make a, uh... Dexterity saving throw? Dexterity saving throw, okay. and... So this changes DC things. Is... I thought it was strength. I it is strength. Sorry. Oh, it is strength. strength. Oh, okay. I'm looking for my spell save DC, and I have no idea where it is on this character sheet. That's going to be important. I will tell you that. Uh, I don't think it is on the character sheet, but it is 8 plus 3 plus your wisdom modifier. So, wisdom modifier is 1. So, 8 plus 4 is 12. Oh, God, that's so low. Okay. I rolled an actual 15. Okay. So he's not entangled. Never mind. Well, you can give I chase, tried. though. I No, I'm not going to. He just murked me. Zaraj would not. She's afraid of him. Okay. No so problem. would that put him closer, or he, he goes between us? It would. So you can actually catch up to him with that. Okay. Without burning your full rush. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just get up in his face then sure um so that gives me my action and my bonus still then correct all right um <laughs> i believe this is bonus action i think uh what yep. what's your full movement 40 so <clears throat> so it's still he still moved 60 so you'd still need to move another 20 or so so you might have burned yeah how much right. space would he lose because entangle is difficult terrain? Ah. That's true. I know, I'm the bane of your existence. No, right no, now, no, 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 that's true. Fear <laughs> of the mind, it's a lot to juggle. Um, yes, it is. So you would still need to burn both action and 
uh, movement to get there. Is what I'm so what I'm so surmising I would have now. To dash to get into his space because I would also travel over the entangle, which yes. is difficult terrain. Yes. Okay, correct. makes sense. So I would just get into his face. Um, let's see, bonus action. What do I have? Because he hasn't actually oh, moved in the entangle yet. Because you know. Is this a bonus action? I'll need to redo what yes. he does. He's still um, he's still going to so... do the creepy talking because that's him. I'm going to get into his face, and I'm going to use Daunting Roar. Oh, what's this do? And as a bonus action, I let out an especially menacing roar. Creatures of your choice within 10 feet of you that can hear you must succeed a wisdom saving throw or become frightened of you until the end of your next turn. The DC is 8 plus my proficiency plus my con, so that's going to be 11 plus uh, okay. two, 13. So it's a 13 DC. You roar, the mightiest roar you have let out in a while uh, in the hope to scare this person that has just attacked Zaraj and they just look up at you. Because you're taller and more of a berry and they look up at you and just... <laughs> and just like giggle at you. Seems like it had no effect. Yep. Yeah, I got that impression. You don't exactly. say. Exactly. <laughs> Weird. Maybe they're immune right. to a certain effect you just tried. A stone's gonna make his... He would have moved in. You've used to, your bonus uh, action. Yeah, but his movement... His movement still would have... Stone's movement is different than my... Oh, okay. Bonus action. I, I thought it was... Yeah. Uh, the bonus action was command, but I also commanded no, no, him to he move. he can move on his own, but in order right. for him to attack or do anything else, I have to give him the bonus action. So he command. moves up as well. So this individual yep. just laughs at you roaring, looks back and smiles at... Zaraj, and then bonus action disengages from you and takes off. You'll still be able to catch them next turn, but they've run a bit further. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Darius's turn. Darius can't see shit and he's just going, Are we chasing? Are we chasing? Yes! Okay, and he begins to run off to where into the darkness, into the night. Um, <laughs> using all his movement to do so. Um, up next is Ruby, I think. Zadar. No, Zadar, then Ruby. Uh, Zadar's gonna run 30 feet over to Zaraj, and he's going to just give her a quick little cure at second level. And we're gonna do this manually, because I don't know if this is gonna actually heal her or not. That's 23 hit points back to her. Back to full. Thank you very much. Zadar heals a little bit because a blessed healer. Okay, well, um, be careful. We're tracking him in the dark after all. Uh, that is going to be Zadar's turn. Okay. Uh, Ruby. Uh, Ruby's going to quick cast fly upon herself. Okay. And then as an action is going to dash following Gord. Okay. You can't see Gord from where you... So uh, when you no, follow the... No, because he never entered camp properly. He just went around it. He went right past it. Yeah, in the darkness. Uh, Did you hear the roar? Was he within you heard the roar, the for sure. Because we do have Darius's Gym of Brightness. That's true. Yeah. Heard the roar. Um, going to that. Okay. So I have 120 flight speed. She's going to go up. Uh, in that direction, horizontal 40, and then the rest of it's towards right where Darius is. Or not Darius, I'm sorry, where uh, yeah. Gord is, as he vanishes. Yeah. Okay. He's Gord. 
Um, sure, you can. So you can move. So you're moving to Gord. Yes, about forty feet above him. Okay, you are forty feet above Gord. Okay. Uh, do I see? Make a disadvantage perception okay. check. Okay. Uh, Harabek is also going to be trailing along. Yep. Uh, disadvantage perception through skills. Once again, I ask for you to work with me, please. That's a <laughs> nah. You four. see nothing. Absolutely nothing. God, make him be visible or something. Fairy fire. I don't know. Okay. Next up, Zep and Braun. Okay. Um, well, Zep is going to rush over to where Braun is and get up on his shoulder. And then Braun is going to take off in the direction of the thunderous roar. Okay. Um, how far is he? Uh, they are 60 feet from you. From, from Braun. Okay. Then Zep is also going to use his bonus action to activate Braun and tell him to run! Which is a double dash. Sure. And if Braun, uh, if Zep gets into blunderbuss range, can I see this guy? What's your dark vision? vision. What's your dark vision range? That's a good question. Where would I have read that? Abilities. I think it's 60 for a gnome. Yeah, I feel like it's 60 as well, but I'm not 100% sure. I'll look it up. 5, a rock gnome. It's not going to tell me under rock gnome, it's probably just under gnome. Of course, this makes it complicated. Well, it should just be 60 feet if it's standard. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Dark then I see, you, see them, you see them right at the end of your um, dark vision. Okay, then I need to double check one more thing. Which is, and I'm sure you can guess what I'm about to do. Range, 60 feet. Perfect. Fairy fire on top of him. Okay. And that is a dexterity save, correct? That is a dexterity save, yeah. Fairy fire goes out. Paint cannon hitting trees, hitting bushes, hitting uh, floor of floor. A bunny rabbit just suddenly now glows in the darkness. Uh, there is a fox that is just like, hey! Uh, you do not hit the individual. That is unfortunately all I can do because apparently my spray gun reaches further than my blunderbuss. <laughs> <laughs> For reasons. <laughs> Okay. Paint, your, your paint palettes have a better trajectory. Found me. Um, do I see Gord with my 120 thing? Yeah, you do. 120. Easy. Uh, yeah, there 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 the 90 of you. So. Okay. Uh, do, do I see my brother? Give me a perception check, because they're still they are in range, but they are. 
you know. You've seen where the paint cannon is firing, so I'll allow you an advantage. Yeah. Like, there's enough things sort of pointing in the general direction for you. Eleven. You do not catch them, however. Flash of genius. Oh, it's flash over of... there! <laughs> flash of genius plus five, bringing that to a 16, correct? Yes. I will say you just about see the whites of their smile that they can't hide because they don't have lips. Oh. How far away from me are they? 140 probably at this. Angles, man. Um, but 140. Yes. I am... I'm going to dash. 60. And then bonus action, pop out my um, my echo, fifteen foot ahead of me, mm -hmm. and then have it run thirty uh, another fifteen foot, so it is thirty foot ahead of me. Okay. Um, that's all I can do. So I've I've brought the distance down to eighty foot, and it is um. 50 foot away from my echo. Just want to point out that you could have shot an Eldritch Blast at 120 at that point. Shit, forgot just, about that. Just, just, just as a reminder, so. But if you're happy with what you've done, that's, we'll move no, on. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it at that because... Sure. Eldritch Blast isn't going to do much. Right, I just need to read what this spell does. <laughs> okay. I'm going to also shout out into the night. Bring it on, Midge. Bring it on. I didn't shout that. Uh, I'm going to shout out. Brother, face me then. Okay. Sure. Cool. Uh, top of the round. It's Siraj. Uh, okay. Uh, how far is this person since I hung back last round? 60. It's probably about 80 from you. 85. Oh, it's kind of... Actually not bad. It's because he had to go a kind of a weird way with the entangle that he yeah, threw. It's like... Yeah. And Ooh. people decided to attack him from a different direction than the original... It's like he's not running straight away anymore. He had to kind of curve it. So it's like... The arc is different. So, bonus action, um, Zephyr Strike, which will increase my speed after I make my first attack. I'm trying to link it in chat, and it's not going. Um, okay. So, I'm going to take two attacks with the bow. Yep. Um, do I have to roll perception to see if I can see this person? Uh, they are ever so slightly out of your dark vision range, so I would well, say... Well, I'm going to be moving forward 30 feet. Okay. So that then, puts me in 50 feet. Then no. Uh, well, we, yes. No, you don't because your dark vision is 60. So, no, so it's, I, it's I, a straight roll. Just straight roll. Okay, great. I will say that right now with Harabek over him, Ruby has light on Harabek. But again, it's the over. directions again. It's like you have light over Gord 40 foot up, right? No, Harabek is over the drow guy or the you He never saw him. Harabek never saw him. So. I directed him. 
Okay, but Herobic was behind you and then catching up. It's again, what's the movement okay. of Herobic? 30 feet. Then, yeah, she's like okay. still 50 foot away from being caught up. Okay. Sorry, fear of the mind no is a little, is... takes a little bit, but no, it's still is in Is anyone within five feet of no, this guy? No individual no? is in okay, close. Okay, great. Okay, so just they a moved regular away from Gord. Yes. First attack with an 11 to hit, I Doesn't assume hit. does not hit. Okay, and then with Zephyr Strike, whether I hit or I miss, I can move an additional 30 feet. So now I move another 30 feet, so now I'm in 20 feet range. And I'm going to extra attack with the bow again. <sighs> I rolled the same thing twice, another 11. So no, but that's my turn, and I have Zephyr Strike going for a minute. Okay. Almer, use your boot, your ring, your Lord. ring, my man. It's your turn. What are you doing, buddy? Gord, whose turn? It's Gord, Gord. if Zaraj is done. Sorry, I don't... Oh, there he goes. Shame, yeah, that's yeah. He's muted. Can he hear us? You're muted on Discord. Having issues. Ah. Okay. He keeps freezing. Oh, he's frozen. Yeah. Oh, is, there, is there, I think, I think maybe? Now, he, now, now you're muted. <laughs> Mutes all around. I think you're muted <laughs> on the headset now. And still freezing. Oh, yeah, he's still freezing, so. Okay. So. Today has just been a great day of technical. We hear knowledge. you now, though. We hear you. We hear you now, though, Shade. All right, I'm in. All right, I got a good connection. I don't know what that was all about. Okay. All right, so this guy's like 60 feet from me now. Less than that, because he had to use some of his movement to get out of the entanglement. So it's like 50 from you. Okay. Um, it's like 50 for me. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go for a good old guiding bolt shot. Okay. This is the first time I've cast a spell like this. Yep. So. Alright. Um, actually, you know, I have Entangled too. I am going to cast Entangle on him instead. Okay. <laughs> 16 DC. Strength. Okay. Alrighty. You think and you see for... them entangled. Alright. Uh, then I'm going to move as far as I can with my 40 towards them. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, so you get about... Uh, like so you move 20 feet. So he's still, he's still about... 25 away from you is because of the entangles that's that's fine uh stone will just fly over to him and land next to him and make an attack as my bonus action uh so that's gonna okay. be 2d6 um plus where is it i have it already on here actions scroll up there it is nope it's not on here it didn't save that's great
So for hit, that's gonna be. It's only gonna be a six to hit, so no, that won't hit. Doesn't hit, I'm afraid. Okay. The individual's turn. And that's all I got. Mm-hmm. Ruby. Give me yeah. a disadvantage perception check. Hey, I love making these. It's kind of the name of the game. Uh, that would be a uh, one. For a total of a two. Yeah, you don't see this. Sorry, my life. Gord, you're quite perceptive as well. So, give me a perception check. I don't know if he can hear us. Just to re-clarify, this is total pitch blackness, even though you did say there is a kind of a pale moon in the sky. It's, it's hazy. It's like cloud covered is the thing. It's like you can't actually see the outline of the moon, so it's pretty dark. Okay. It's like not pitch, pitch, pitch black, but it's as close to. So shadows, it was just like because, you know, it's like the, the 30 is what sealed the deal on scenes okay. sort of thing. Um, so Gord disconnected again yeah uh, he, he has a high perception though so His I will say like 26 I want to yeah. say so Gord you see the individual in front you cast a spell Okay. You see the individual in front of you cast the spell. And then the individual sort of does a combat roll. Um and like rolls around a stone and then runs off. While restrained. Isn't he entangled? This is what Gord sees. That spell that lets you slip out of things. I don't know, it's like called like oil. Grease ball. Yeah. Um He's cast grease on himself. He didn't cast grease on himself. <laughs> now I need to just double check something with Entangle. Oh, wait, actually, hang on. If he... If he, he uses action to break the entangle. Yeah, I'm, I'm just reading what the conditions are. Restrained. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. What the... the, the... Yeah, okay. No, this works. That's fine. You see this individual seemingly roll away from uh, an evade stone and begin to run off um with your high perception though again i need you to roll perception on this even though you're very high perception i still need this because this is
so by meeting my DC of 24. You notice that the individual, as they run away, their movement seems far greater than it should be. Like, you've been watching this person for a while, you've been tracking them, you've been following them, you've been on the chase. Suddenly, they've just gotten either a burst of speed, but they are, uh, they are moving and maneuvering through uh, rough terrain and around your drake at a high speed. Will he have recognized that same kind of increased speed from anything he's seen me doing? No. That's the end of their turn. It is Darius's turn who's going to use all of his movement to get as far as possibly can to so 60 feet. And now the light begins to encroach on the area where the combat has been happening. This massive god sword of light that is just it's being heralded by Darius. Yep. Yeah, but you're also 40 foot up as well. So there's. Yeah, it's about to change. Dy dynamics are bizarre. Yep. Um, and that's Darius. Uh, Zadar. Your music. Zadar has nothing to help in this. So he's just like. Okay. Uh, he's going to use an action to just quickly cast like light on something in the camp so we could find our way back here in the middle sure. of the dark. And then sure. Just start you just point. You just thing. point at your um, the um, statue you've made and just go right. This is now glowing beacon of safety. Uh, he's just trudging after the entire group, just listening to the sounds of people sure. running through the, the wheat fields. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Uh, Ruby. Does Ruby have an idea of where this direction this guy ran off into? Uh, Stone would be reacting, even though this thing disengaged, Stone would be reacting to sort of following the... the individual maneuvering, okay. correct? Yeah, the ruby is going to descend to 10 feet above the ground okay. in that direction and chase after him. If she doesn't encounter him in 60 feet, she does. She can use her action. She does? She sees him? Within 60 feet, yes. Hello there. <clears throat> yeah, he's about 30 foot away from by the time you see him at 60 foot because of your light range. Okay. You can enclose I the can... rest if you want to, but... i uh, using my action to do it. Yeah. You see this sort of that... hunch stealthy run through like wheat fields essentially of as you see the br like the the shape moving. Yeah, sure, that's fine. Um what's the range on Do I have a range? Ah, it's touch, damn. Uh I don't wanna touch this guy if I can avoid it. Uh am I close enough to attack without being disadvantaged? Yes, I would say so. But the amount of okay. light that's being produced now and the, essentially the color contrast, I think you can. Okay. Oh, you strike an awful lot of fear for somebody who's always running away. <laughs> okay. She's going to cast Chromatic Orb. We're going to put this at, we'll say second level. Okay. 
And that is a 16. Sure. Ruby. A total total of 16. Ruby. Yeah. Roll me an arcana check. Okay. Uh, that's under skills. Here we go. Arcana. I'm proficient in that. Watch me fail. Hey, that's not 21. You all went straight through that. Confused Ruby blink. Okay. Do I know why it went right through it? There's no way you missed. You think. That went right through. Whatever it was you just targeted. No contact went through. Yeah, that's a confused Ruby look. <laughs> Lake is like, I know what this is. Um, but uh, yeah, it's keep, keeping quiet right I mean, there. I know what it is. Yeah, Ruby is confused. Yes, and yeah, Valmire is confused, and Lambert is confused. <laughs> In both duplicity. Um. Mm, not maybe um i'm not saying anything uh with that though zep it's your turn you just about saw this individual speedily super speedy run off into the wheat field yeah but zep is not taken in by this because he knows that this is valmir's brother and zep will actually shout out he used his shadow, just like Valmir. He has a shadow. Oh, that just go through. That would just that would discorporate it if that was an Echo Knight ability. Zep is going off of what he thinks. And Zep is going okay. to fire. Hmm. That's not going to work. Well, that might work. <laughs> Sorry, Zep's going to go with what he thinks. Um, can Brawn make it with a normal move? Within blunderbuss range of the entangled area. What? Uh, mm. Forty movement. Forty movement through the first one into the second. Uh, what's the range of the blunderbuss? Did we say? Thirty. You can get part of it. Okay. In that case, I will uh, use my bonus action to activate Brawn so he can double dash, and I will, while he's running, fill up the paint gun again and just spray that entangled area with the paint gun. Okay. Uh What's the DC on your uh 8 plus 5 plus whatever our proficiency is 3 16 If they're still restrained, I think they have disadvantage on deck save. Yes, they do. That's they true. They do. However, this individual has something that's providing them an advantage. Mm-hmm. Fair. So. I just rolled a 10 on the dice. It's a deck saving throw. Which is... 
gonna succeed. You needed me to roll a nine on the dice. Do apologize. I will still say he's in the entanglement. He has not moved. Even though I can't see it and he's not lit up. This is what's up leaves. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Valmir. Mm, yeah. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. How far am I away from the entangled area? Consider what you moved. <laughs> Probably about 60 foot from the echo. Oh. Um, 40 foot from the echo. Which is however far from you. Uh, <laughs> the echo is going to move 30 foot forward and then I'm going to swap places with it. Okay. So I'm 10 foot from the entangled area. Mm -hmm. Which means you are in the other entangled area. Is there a way that I, I can move him so that it isn't in the entanglementless place? Uh, there's my, a lot. My, is the first entangled area for me? Because yeah. that would have went away when I cast Zephyr Strike. Because oh, right. Okay. Then it's not in another entangled area. Oh, God damn it. I could have been in Blunderbuss range. <laughs> yeah, he could have done. Sorry. Son of a bitch. I didn't realize we were still counting. Um, yeah, sorry. That was me. It's happened. And you're saying he's in the, the, this area. Yeah, Zep is definitively saying this. Zep is. But you have seen him run off. So it's down to who you believe. Hey. I know I can go invisible. So I know that that is a thing that is possible that is to do. Can I make... Can I... Like, I, I trust Zep. Like, I think he's the okay. smartest person. If you think I know. if you can tr if you trust that, then you're yeah, you're fine. He is the smartest person Valmaya has ever met. So mm -hmm. he's gonna trust that. Can I look at this entangled area, specifically looking at um the the grass, the the weeds that are there, any the weeds, the entangledness looking for like footstep footprints or like bits that are out of place that kind of thing sure still entangling in. <laughs> yeah or something entangling something that doesn't appear there okay give me a perception check here we go that'd be a 20 a dirty 20 towards just off of the center of the uh, entanglement area near where stone is. There is a few thorns that are rising out of the ground that look to be ripping nothing. Okay. I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast on that location. Okay. Make your Eldritch Blast attacks with disadvantage. Sixteen. Does not hit. Second one then. Uh, 19 does not hit 
Can I use my last luck roll of the... Do I have to say that before or after? Actually. Uh, I'll allow it. Uh, but before the outcome is determined. I shouldn't. Oh. Okay. I'm going to use action search and do it two more times. Okay. Last try. Oh, shit. I need that. I need to be at disadvantage, so... Of course, now he's rolling Nothing. 20s. Yeah, mm -hmm. I rolled two 20s there, but it was both at disadvantage, so... I'm so um, sorry, yeah, but none of those hit. Everything misses then. Um... Alright, as my bonus action, I will... You could luck re-roll on a Thanos once and went. I've, lo I've lost all my luck now. Uh, yeah, no. I will... Use my bonus action to have my echo... Next to the place where it is... Mm -hmm. where, where I see this thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to shout out... I think he's right next to my... I don't even know what I call this. I think he's right next to my other me. I can just imagine your shadow just kind of going... The echo is just like... Right here, guys. Right here. Okay. Zaraj, <laughs> it is your turn. Um, Hearing... So, so I'm 20 feet from the entangled area. Correct. Um, seeing Zepp and Balmir targeting this, could I also do a perception check to see if I see what they're talking about? Yeah, I'd say so. Should be easy have the shadow going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm, you you can see the rough area. I would, I would allow you to make attacks, but they would be okay. a disadvantage because you don't have a direct target that's cool because with Zephyr's strike I can give myself advantage on one attack on my um, my turn so that's just a straight roll yep alright I'm gonna go up with my scimitars and the first uh, the first attack is the one I'm gonna give myself advantage with what's your movement um, my movement is 30 and if I need to move more I can use my feline agility which is my racial thing to no, give me another you just about feet. get there and so first attack is the straight roll and then the second attack will be disadvantage sure so uh 24 hits and that's going to do uh 12 plus uh from zephyr strike i believe it's a d4 i'm just double checking i will point out that stone uh stone's engaging the on the other one and the 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 shadow doesn't provoke advantage, does it? That's so, fine. so it wouldn't be sneak attack, but um, the the additional D eight is from the uh, Zephyr strike because this sure. is the attack I gave myself advantage. Um, yep, I rolled it, but it's not showing up, so I'm gonna do it there again. There it is. <laughs> the first one was an eight, but anyways, okay, so that's thirteen damage on okay. that. Okay. Um, and question, because my blade has come into contact with him, do I still have disadvantage on the second attack? Would, if he, would he have to roll kind of concentration thing? 
If it's invisibility. And he's restrained, even though he's invisible. He, he's, like, I know he exactly is. where he is. He's like, well, my sword's in one side. I just rolled a one on the concentration. Yes. So, as you cut in, you just reveal as this guy you see, like, hunched over with a knife towards the entanglement, uh, is this smiling individual who just head, like, <laughs> turns around to you, ever grinning, just like, ha, ah, you can see them. Everyone can now see them that's in, in the close range. The road that Ruby is chasing vanishes? Uh, Yes. I am okay. going to try to call, like. yeah. stab him with my second. I had a wizard who advantage. It's a great he's spell. Restrained <laughs> it's a really good you spell. do. No one ever uses it. Sorry, you're like, please continue. Well, crit! <gasps> you're Let's baby. fucking go! Oh, nice! Yes, okay. kill my brother for me! Oh, that's all the sneak <laughs> attack, too. Yeah, baby. Okay, so this is the. Um, a 17 oh plus, nice. plus 2d6, but 4d6 because it's sneak attack because it crit. So 17 plus 11 is 28 damage. Nice. Ow. And I stab him in the kidney through his back, just like he did to me. <laughs> and I don't say, I smile at him all creepy. Like, with a cat smile too. Yeah. <laughs> he just, with, as the blade enters, he just lets out this cackling laugh. Um, it's almost like he enjoyed it. Um, I would also like to back up off of him um, with my feline agility, like sure. fifteen feet, sure. without provoking an opportunity attack. Thanks. Sure, That's sure. Lovely. Okay. Gord. Um, He's been revealed in front of you. Him, correct. You can. can reach him. 40 feet. All right. Yeah. I'm going to walk up to him fairly calmly, and I'm going to uh, cast, inflict wound, cast Inflict Wounds at third level. Okay. So that's 5d10, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I have to make a melee attack. So yep. there's the melee attack. Let's hope it hits. That's going to be a 22. That hits. Advantage. You're at advantage, yeah, so... Well, then I will... Oop, let me just roll the attack again, then. Just in case it crits, you know. A 24. Still hits. Um, right, yeah, so... roll them bones. So you're doing it at third level, so five. it's 5d10, 4d10, 5d10. 5d10. Necrotic damage coming out. Oh, that's a good roll as well. As you put your your hand towards, I'm gonna grab him by the throat. Yeah, yeah, you 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 pull him by the throat and pull him as much as the entangled uh, thorns will pick him up. The, them slightly digging in, but you just let out this black ichor from your paw into his throat, which glows slightly green, and he just. As the pain rushes over his body, the smile gets wider, his eyes roll back into his head, and he just takes it with absolute glee. It looked like it hurt, but in this weird, maliced way of experiencing pain. Are we sure we're not dealing with a slanesh guy? <laughs> yeah, right? You have a weird um, brother. <laughs> Alright, well, that's my today. <laughs> He was adopted. <laughs> 
that's my action for a bonus action uh i'm gonna have stone come in and go for a bite again yeah sure can i ask is he a drow or is he a tiefling it's gonna be a 19 to uh, i'm like i'm within 10 feet of him and it's he's visible i should be able to see all of his features yeah the, the problem is he is he doesn't look right. Yeah, no shit. Uh, his features. It's hard to de decide decide without like a a long time looking at this individual because there is a the scar tissue is real. Um, put it this way. Uh, you, what you do notice though is it seems like there are horns that have been cut off. Okay. Um, yeah, that hits with stone. Uh, the first, second one, sorry, not the first one. Yeah, that would have been, uh, so he, stone would have advantage, right? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so that, that was the advantage roll, so 23. And then it's going to be cold damage, not acids, just reading as acids. So sure. That's 11 for cold damage. Okay. Sure. It is his turn. Looking around at the situation and goes. Smiling. Just while you've got him by the throat, the smile continues and he raises his hands up in surrender. Uh, Darius's turn. Darius gets much closer, lifting the light and sees you've got this and is just like... You know what? For luck. And shoots the, uh... <laughs> the individual makes a deck, which he can't. He has disadvantage. Yeah, no, it's a straight roll because of the thing. Still fails. So this individual is now also blinded by the light that just laser pointers him in the eye. Um... Can't run away if you're blind. But he's surrendering. Yeah, but now he can't run away. Yeah. Hmm. Uh... And I will bring us out of initiative order if you're happy to. Yeah, yeah I'm manacles. Just, uh, try to keep I'd up like with the rest of the party. So as Maybe Ruby, as Ruby and uh, Zadar, like Ruby's like, that's not right. Here's the combat behind her. Flies around. Uh, Zadar gets uh, gets there. Brawn gets there, and finally, last to join the group, as this individual is slowly blinded, giggling through a choke cold. Surrounded by your party members, Valby, you walk up. Koi's not going to leave his side. It's all like, until we leave this person, it's going to be within five feet at all times. Okay. I, can we can we manacle his ankles? I have manacles in my inventory while while we're like. Of course you do. Just want to make sure that that's. <laughs> I want to make sure we get his ankles locked. Hey, Gord, just, just in case that, that's what you got coming for you. Um. <laughs> uh, so. You notice, you notice Gord's choking this guy, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> and he's enjoying it. Um, I mean, yeah, and he's enjoying uh, it. Uh, so. Zaraj runs up, manacles this individual's ankles, who's just still being held by Gord by the neck. Throwing up his hands in surrender is just... Gord, I have a question. Are you going <laughs> to choke this person until they go unconscious? Probably. 
Okay. <laughs> Just unless somebody forcibly breaks the hold of my hand on their throat or hands on their throat, I... <laughs> Just gonna hold them. I'm gonna put my just not forcibly, but I'm gonna put my uh, hand on your arm uh, and say, "Let him down." While he's awake, or while it, when he's asleep? <laughs> just, just while, he's, to... while he's awake. Okay. Yeah. You let him down. Uh, he, as he falls to the ground, and the manacles take over his legs. The some more of the entanglement just kind of like wraps around his arms and buries into the ground. That's fine. I'm gonna hold my glaive out towards his throat. What are you? As a mechanical note, the uh, entangle would probably drop in about 40 seconds or so. Okay, that's fine. I think it's, it's only a minute. Okay. He, just looks, he looks at you and goes, <laughs> I'm you. I don't accept that. You're not me. Oh, but you accepted it. You accepted it a long time ago. You accepted us. We're your family, Valmir. How? How? How am I you? How does? How does this? And I'm gonna like gesture towards everything about him. How does this happen? Oh. Well. <sighs> I'm just uh, an extension of my other canvases. Practice makes perfect, and I have to live my art. Because I can live it while others don't. So you're the one that murdered the, the deacon and his son? And mutilated them? <laughs> Mutilate is a strong word. I made them beautiful. Is that what you think? You're horrifying. We need to set him up. With his capture, we can take him back to the Duke. They may want to question that the Duke, the King of Ate, he may want to question him. This is a living individual with direct involvement. What's better if we can manage to coax some answers out of him? It will potentially lead us to proving that the Duke is trying to overthrow the King. This is everything we need right now. Yes, we need to bring him to Ate immediately. One quick question, though. What did you mean by you are an extension of Valmir? And I would like to cast um, Detect Thoughts with my amulet. Oh, okay. Oh, God. 
Never go into that guy's crate. It's like a bag full of. I'm, I'm terrified, but I wanna. I don't believe well, she lives his there, lies. So. Hey, it was, so, nice. It was so nice knowing you. With detect thoughts from the amulet, do you delve deeper? Uh, yes. I'm searching for the answer specifically about what do you mean you're an extension of Valmir? Like, like what do you mean you're the same? Uh, you get. Uh, you you don't get like an exact. Thing, but you get an image of fire, the word bond, and the word blood, and like hold on, Let's see if this individual. Retains a name. He does not. I will DM that to you. Uh, you get a name. Uh, he needs to make a wisdom save against my uh, DC of 13. Yeah, he failed that. Oh, good, good. Okay, cool. Just this person doesn't think straight is the 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 thing. Um, I'm having to check the manual version of my uh, Elendor notes. Give me no two problem. moments. I'm trying to link the spell in chat, and it's I can't link stuff anymore, so I don't know what I did. Uh, me, drag the dragon head over. I chat. am, and it it hasn't all session hasn't worked for me. Um. But it I does. Crazy technical issues too. It does say that I understand that this guy is kind of crazy and doesn't think straight. But it says mm -hmm. questions verbally directed at the target creature naturally shape the course of its thoughts. So the spell is particularly effective as part of an interrogation. Yes. So the what you get is uh, there's a lot of words and a lot of images. It, without knowing too much, you feel like there is some sort of both physical blood bond and a they share a similar gift is what you get and you also get a name or what you think is a name uh which i'm gonna dm to you here uh, uh I feel like I'm reading Valmir's diary or something. That's legit, yeah. Very <laughs> to, to know what name you've just been given. Um, I'm gonna hold the glaive like right up against his throat and say, "Are you Estolvir's son?" just grins at you. Wrong daddy. And then just bursts into a cackle. You can't be I'm going to put it in Discord. Um... Thank you. 
um, for for you in our Zaraj chat. Um, actually say this to Valmir and instead I pull Ruby uh, to the side and uh, I want to whisper to her so that Valmir can't hear and tell Ruby um, I, I believe that they are related through Arokaz Roskov Roskov I do not know what to do with this information it seems very arcane in nature I don't know if Perhaps this is something that we should not discuss in front of our prisoner. I agree. Yeah. Perhaps he needs a little bit of a nap. Can you do this? She's just gonna look at Gord, who already seemed to have a pretty good grip on things. <laughs> it's a double meaning, if you know what I mean. Good. <laughs> I'm back. Um, Valmy, give me an insight. Oh boy, another roll. I love insights. They're so insightful. I'm proficient in these. Five. <laughs> that name just sort of washed over the individual head. You can't tell if it's no recollection or they're hiding something. It's you've no idea. It was also whispered to Ruby, so. No, 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 no. With the name that Valmir put towards the the smiling man. Ah, uh, I apologize. Yeah, Ruby has no idea of either of those names. Poke me, you. I've... Ruby got nothing here. This is beyond the realm of her expertise. The individual. Am I having the... a like like a, uh, a? Hang on, let me roll a performance check. This this individual is uh, now the entanglement has faded. Like he's put up his hands as if like ready to be bound. Is he wearing the face of the dead people? No, this is his face, and it's scarred and torn apart I'm, I'm hiding a mild panic attack with a 18 performance check okay uh, who is particularly good at tying knots it's a rush Braun steps forward it's like Braun is like I was a, I am a sailor I I've got this um <laughs> Um, you know, it's just it, him and manacles are on the leg. He okay. takes fifty foot of hemp and rope and just begins like winding and binding. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like that. You are hog tying and like so. Not, 
It's like this, 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 this individual is wrapped up tight. Someone else would also gag definitely... him. Mm. Um, I don't want to meta play this, but this is something you mentioned, which Zep might pick up on, considering what Zep is. Um, you said that a lot of his powers are based on an item. Would Zep be able to identify this item? Uh, give me a quick artifice check. And would Zep notice that? Well, it said something was, was invited, but but. The... Uh, you you know you would notice that there's something to check out for sure. Okay. That is a twenty-two. This individual has got a couple of magic items on them. I think we should remove these items from his person. They may give him additional capabilities. But we'll take them out. Whatever they are. Over. Okay, so you take off the, the individual's boots and cloak and gloves. Okay. And, and, and necklace. It seems to just be this... He's disarmed. So, yeah, the blade they're using seems to be... Gone by any chance? No, not gone. Hmm. But it's kind of horrific. So, have you ever seen like a cookery knife? It's like an enlarged cookery, but the handle is also slightly swollen. And Zep, you pick this up, and it seems within the handle is nest like is stored a number of surgical tools. So it's like the handle is almost the a Swiss Army knife of torture. Convenient. And craftsmanship. Um, but you've ganked him, so we can't actually reply to that. But uh, and seeing this, Zep actually goes really deep into thought and kind of just starts ignoring everything else. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh God, you're giving him ideas. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to. How far is um? If you've taken the blade off him, and you have the blade, how far away from him are you? And whoever has the blade, how far are you away from... I, yeah, I don't even know it. his name. Um, at this point, I mean, are, are you guys walking? Are you... I, I'm basically, I'm going to say, um, if he is like me and he is separated from his weapon, um for a minute, it will disapparate after a minute. Can this be dispelled? No. Curious. It's, for me at least, an innate part of me. In that case, uh, Zep is actually going to sit down and just start like pulling the different tools out and just examining how exactly this was put together. Sure, it seems to be mechanically built. It seems kind of technically technical, and uh, on the hilt also is um, like a crude—no, not crude, but like uh, a stylized smile, like carved into it. He's purely interested in the mechanics. Doesn't really care about the rest. Yeah, it works on a spring system and uh, and like a, just a round bolt, and it's just been carved nicely so that they when they're retrained like ret returned they fit into the handle. 
It looks like that when it's sheathed as well, there might be a good cover for them. Like, yeah. I'm going to ask, um, what is your name? He's gagged. Oh, no. Never mind then. <laughs> but you can ungag him. No, I think it's better off not. Yes. No, at least until we get a bit more uh, of a secure place. There will be time to ask him questions when he is back in Ate. Yeah. Okay. Do you so... want me to knock him out unconscious? I'd be happy to do that. Please. Okay. Be yeah, careful you... not kill him. No, he... He, he with, will not die. With a sight of joy, uh, the individual slowly fades into a forced slumber. As soon as he's unconscious, I'm like, alright, what the fuck? What the f- no. What the fuck? First off, what? Second, the fuck? Quick question, Belmir. Does the name Arokaz Ruozkov mean anything to you? Never heard that name in my life. Insight. I'm also going to insight that. Just, just for spelling, I will share that. Um... That'd be something that Zadar could make a religion check about. Absolutely. Also yeah, also that for Ruby. Uh, so yeah, yeah, absolutely on that. So that's spell A R O K A Z space. Hey. Bahamut, can I get a D4? R-U-O-Z-Q-Z-C-U-V. So I'm completely lost. <laughs> so that was a, a 21 for the Arcana for okay. Ruby and a okay. natural 20 to a total of 21 for my insight of seeing if Ruby okay. or Valmir was BSing. Okay, so and just 21 to... 21 for Zadar's religion check. Just to double that <laughs> name. So it's for, for Gore's religion. Alpha, Romeo, Oscar, Kilo... Alpha Zulu space Romeo uniform uh, Oscar, Oscar. Zu Oscar Zulu Charlie uniform vi vector. I also just put it in the general it's, chat. Yeah, it's, it's for the audience as well, just in case they're oh, taking okay. their own name. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool, but yeah, it's in there. Okay, so. Do, do, do I, I rolled a religion check as well. Do I know that name with a 15? You do not. Alright, then I do not know that name. Your your insight check with the 21 is definitely going to be... Okay. See, enough. Sadar, your total was a 21. Mm. Those rubies. You recognize... Well, it's different check, so different answer. Sure. So... You recognize... Part of that. Mm -hmm. The second half. Uh, because that in religious texts is a... term used to describe demons of this plane. Okay. 
That's a topic that hasn't come up in a while. So, sure. this is, this is pre, this is, depending on your school of thought on how the world was made, this is a part of it. Whilst to hand, you can't give full details, you know that for a time, and one of the reasons Bahamut and the armies of the heavens got involved was certain infernal deities were using what would become Elendor as a breeding ground to create more demons for the blood war. And that is a term that was used to describe those demons because they had a particularly elemental flair to them due to the volatile state of this realm. Mm -hmm. uh, then I guess so what it means is they are natural born demons and they were particularly difficult to defeat in that period because you couldn't banish them. Because they are of this plane of existence. Now that uh, this is a seldom used word and not seen for many centuries beyond, but the Rose Cove is a title for demons. Demons that were born and exist on the material plane. Something that has not been emerged since the wars of the heavens. Ruby, your arcana check. Mm hmm. You. What languages do you speak? Can you remind me? Uh, I believe that is Fionian, Elven, Primordial, and Common. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to quickly double check just to make sure those are my languages. Uh, yeah. And Infernal. And Infernal. That's an important one. <laughs> yeah, I thought it might be. <laughs> Arokaz. Not Elven, Dwarven, excuse me. Arokaz is. It sounds very similar to something else in Infernal. Whether it's got etymolog etymological similarities or, you know, it's like older language. You know, it's the thing is, the demon speak, it's <laughs> who writes it down? Um... Me on my help on, on my glaive. <laughs> the black speech of Mordor, basically. This. It's very similar to a word that means. It's like a combination of the words blood and power. Would I know that as well? Because I speak <clears throat> infernal. It, again, it's not. It's like it's not the the standard phrase, blood and power. It's kind of like it is a, a magical term for it. So yes, you when when she points that out, if she points that out, you can sort of surmise. But yeah. Wait a second. Mm. 
so you're saying the first word means blood and power and the second word is a demon of the material plane. Is this a demon that specializes in the m blood magic? Maybe. That's a somber thought. Yeah. I think we, uh... Stepped into some shit. I think I was born into some shit. That was the joke, Valmir. Well, I think we're all born into the shit and then die in the shit. It's kind of how this seems to be working for all do. of us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to give a Darius. I had to. I had to get a Darius you know in what? there. You're so right. <laughs> and because you know that better than anyone, why don't you carry him back to camp? It's actually going to turn and just start walking back <laughs> to camp. Darius is. Okay, and basically picks them, picks him up by the manacles and just drags. That's um, I don't think anyone knife that uh, Zeph was looking at, uh, if it was away from him for more than a minute, did it dissipate? It did not dissipate. Okay. Is it also, make sure this guy is completely stripped of just about everything except a shirt and underwear? He is, yes. Okay. Nothing yeah. he can use. No, no stock this is this, he nothing. is wrapped up. He's like almost mummified by rope. This this individual this individual will take something else breaking him out. Okay, just making sure. But you've captured them. And this, yeah, despite that, Zadar's still gonna walk behind Darius and just. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We don't trust this guy because you know it's this guy. Um, and Dar I'm, I'm walking maybe 10 foot ahead of them, not paying attention. I'm looking at the ground, but my shade is like, it's the, the glaive from my shade is not leaving his throat. So uh, Dar Darius asks, uh, how worried are we about being seen right now? I think we have dealt with the problem that was going to assail us in the night. Okay. He takes one of the gems of brightness, puts it on as a light, takes, um some of the, the some of the bindings he has in his imagery and straps it to this individual's face as well so it's like his eyes are being just blinded constantly by light um what we think they're he's affected by the dark the, the light correct so if they're a drow this is going to just constantly be a pain in the ass so i'm all for it um i'm gonna point to his um to the, to the calf horns that I see and I was like I, I don't think he is but I mean neither am I and I wouldn't particularly enjoy having your gems in my eyeballs no, so it's, it's probably <laughs> a good idea anyone got the ability to just play loud music in this person we can go full Guantanamo Bay let's <laughs> <laughs> How about we just get this person back to Arte? Are you yeah. okay? So are you as a group walking there now, skipping the forgoing the rest of your rest and just going? As I've got fate touch, can I? Would I have got a, a rest out of what little I slept, or no? Because I take half as much as it, anyone else. Yes. Uh. Roll me a constitution check, because it would have been at the end of when that would have been required, so. Yeah, con check. Yeah, just a con roll. Nah, 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 didn't. Nah, that's a one. No, you didn't. Not he quite. He does eight hours. And Zep stays where he is for 
basically until the party is about to be out of sight and then kind of realizes they're going and then scrambles after them. Uh, Zep, I want to quickly ask, are you identifying those items? I... no. Ruby can. Okay. I know, I know. fixated on the switchblade. Sure. You've got the switchblade now and you can pick it up. Um, cool. But, Ruby can. So do yeah, you like want when to? When we get to camp, I, yeah, I, will, yeah. okay, I, I so will do that. It's just right now. Like if Zep you're staying is, in is camp, Uber. sure, no, I will throw focus. it. So, uh, it's a... You test, test the cloak, which is a cloak of elven kind. Um, the boots are boots of evasion. So it's a ring of evasion, but in boots. Um, and the gloves are a very interesting item. Because... They are gloves, but the fingers within the fingers is a ring of spell storing. So it's a, a ring of spell storing that's essentially been turned into fake leather black gloves. So they're gloves of spell storing. And, yes. and with identify I think you notice that there is one usage of invisibility in those gloves uh, currently still stored okay. very well I will put those in the party sheet what, uh, you said there was a, a necklace as well yes it's not magical. It seems to be the spellcasting focus for this individual. Mm. And Valmir. Yes. Give me a quick insight check on that <laughs> necklace once you see it. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Six. <laughs> I swear, okay. he makes me roll more than anyone else in this party. No, no, no. <laughs> now, now, now roll me a history check. Oh, I'm proficient in these. I was proficient in insight as well. Never mind. Uh, that would be a natural 20 for a 23. Okay. That's your third one. So, for our final moment of tonight, we're going to take a little bit of a trip to Valmir's past. Oh, Valmir. No. You sort of start thinking about that necklace when you see it. And you go to a space which takes you back. The... You remember a day at Castle Kensick. It's uh, darker than usual, even in the phosphorescent light of the Underdark. Uh, the lights of the castle themselves just even that barely broke through the, the ichor of the, the realm around. The you and your brother were out playing in the courtyard. Too young to be fully training but both of you have wooden swords and you're 
essentially running around the training dummies uh, with um, uh, an older individual uh, who's looking after you. It's kind of like, uh, not your guardian, but uh, it's a well-known individual. The household is uh, kind of like uh, your father, your the households, sorry, it would be your mother's uh, martial at arms. Uh, I, an individual called uh, Brath, Brathleth. Um, it's an older drow, uh, very scarred up face on one side, uh, shorter, like almost buzz cut uh, hair, which is really unusual. But he's like, he's it's one of those individuals who is just constantly, uh, you know, uh, what's it called? Everything is about, uh, What's it called usability uh, and survivability and long hair gets in the way but like that kind of thing is and he's not a noble at all he's not of any clan or family he is like i am here to do my job but he's he takes a shine to the younger individuals and he's happy to watch you fight and play and every now and then picks you up on how to try and beat your brother but you don't but um you're walking and then eventually a caravan not unusual pulls through into the castle there's a it's pulled by giant spiders and atop it is a merchant who steps down open shirt uh long robes slight smile to their face uh and they have a necklace not the same as the one that you see now but it matches the individual looks at you and you remember this because they just stared at you eyes that bear a very faint similarity to those eyes you see sometimes when you make your sacrifices today it always evaded you where you'd seen those eyes before but something about this individual matches your mother enters the courtyard dismissing you and your brother but uh and takes the merchant inside and you are ushered away by your guardian and as the individual is about to step through the castle doors into the main hall away from you he looks back winks at you with that same smile and we're going to go ahead and end tonight's session right there. So, <clears throat> without further ado, all I have left to do is to thank all the people that have been joining me uh, for tonight's broadcast. We have the wonderful Kaida Odder, DM Opal, DM Lake, Mordred Viking, Ghibli Jam, Lord Lambert, who is looking at me really displeased, and I've been Mitch Man. <laughs> this has been the Component Cast, and we will see you tomorrow for some Zweihander or next week. Bye-bye now, friends. Bye-bye. Cheerio. Bye.